Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the role podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I am one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never. Yo, yo, what up? We got DJ D Miles. What's good? Jamie the Great is MIA. He's in LA doing his thing. <laughs> doing LA things. Can't say uh, it isn't nice to not have him be around. <laughs> it's, it's good to take a break from uh, Jamie Aww. for a little bit. Stop lying. People, people don't miss Jamie. <laughs> He's funny. Uh, but we have... Our guest host, Nudia in the building. Hey, That's hi good, Nudia. Hello. And then we got we got a special guest. A lot of people have been requesting her, and she's a she's a really talented, multi talented DJ. And uh, you know she she's been doing her thing on Twitch during the pandemic. Yeah. And she's a Las Vegas local now. Now, now she, she is. is. Yeah. She's from LA. <laughs> yeah. And we've been wanting her on a podcast for a minute. Probably two years. Yeah. And she's I mean she's like a a club DJ. A, 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 like killing it on Twitch, mm-hmm. an amazing Twitch DJ. She's a graphic designer. She's a rapper. She's singer. Like, she does everything. <laughs> she's a singer. She does a whole bunch of shit. She can probably she can probably cook. Yeah. Quadruple. She probably, she I know, right? Probably a good mechanic. She can help you move. She rides a motorcycle. She can help you move. I'm guessing she's a good mechanic. Yeah, right. Yeah. We have the multi-talented DJ VTech in the building. What's up, Vtech? What's good? What's going on? What's good? We've been we've been wanting you uh, on the podcast for a minute, and I think we had to reschedule a couple times here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've, I mean, obviously, listen to you guys. Um, I'm a little sad Jamie's not here. He's funny as heck too. (laughs) He's on here. Um, You can curse, by the way. You don't have to say heck. I don't even know why. (laughs) I was so used to like trying to be a little bit. um, What do you call it? Like Like on Twitch, censored a little when I'm streaming during the day sometimes because people will have me on at work or whatever. So I've been. That's I think that's where that's coming from. Where I just randomly because normally i got a little bit of a sailor mouth so mm. i i think that is kind of where i said heck or whatever but wow anyways um so yeah so you've been yeah, censoring yourself on twitch you not all the time like at night it's cool like but i still try not to just you know f-bombs the whole time like fuck this fuck that shit whatever because yeah. i just feel like it does end up sounding a little bit like too much like hey chill you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless the shots are flying in which case it's all over. So, so you yeah. you had a club DJ background. You have a radio DJ background. I you know I talked to Nudia. I talked to D Miles. You guys have a history together with both of these both of these DJs. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's radio. It's club. It's it's all over a the place. A little bit of both. Graphic design. I want to say yeah. I met. I'm gonna, I want to say I met V in 2010. A minute ago. Yeah, because we're on PSA together. For That's what it was. <laughs> I couldn't think of because we have like we do our research and have notes. And I was like, we were on an agency together in 2010, but yeah. I could not think of the name of it. P- P- uh, Project PS- Spin Artist, remember? Yes, yes. What is this? What is this? It was some PSA? LA shit, bro. It, it was, was some, like a yeah. like we had just. I mean, I didn't. We had there was like a new booking agency I guess yeah. I would call it and a few people like five of us only were or it no, was no, like no. a bunch of up and coming LA people at the time yeah there was a few but so it was like short-lived. me you like Eddie Boy um, like yeah. fuck man I think even like Shoney was on it for yeah. a minute release but Mickey I feel like War. we always we always gravitated towards each other like we always kept in touch like kept in communication yeah, and when I, she moved to yeah. Vegas you know what I'm saying so Definitely. We always had like a cool friendship. Well, in the it was it like an agency like Scam or like Foreign? Like, I mean, it lot, wasn't Dexter. like Star as big as any of those, but yeah. it was some, some similar. Yes, something like that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was just like a lot of LA bookings. Yeah, at the time, oh. but it, it yeah. wasn't like nothing near like a scam or like a sleeping giant. This is before crazy. y'all came to Vegas. I was already in, in Vegas, and okay. I think at the time maybe you were. I moved to LA, Vegas right? in 2013, so this was out, this yeah. was before that. Yeah, you guys have kind of been like DJ management. Hoes a little bit. You guys, <laughs> around, right? a couple of you guys. We, we getting around. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like I hold around to different DJ management companies though, right? Because you you were in Sleeping Giant. I was a Sleeping Giant. I was on Sleeping Giant too for yeah. a second. Shout to Fresh One. And I think we were yeah. at the same time. We were, Where were we? I don't I think remember. I was I was a part of Sleeping Giant, and you were considering it. And I think we had a conversation about you joining, and I think it ended up happening. Okay. But yeah. But I think you know you kind of went your own direction after that as yeah, well. Yeah, I was. I don't remember how long I was on there. It wasn't too long. I, maybe like a not even a year. I think. I yeah. Just, yeah, it wasn't for me. But um, yeah, it was cool. Like, and there was a few other friends that were on there. So. Yeah, I think Danger Zone might have been on there at one point. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. he was on there too. Yeah. And now, now you're on Scam Artist, like right? Yes. Yeah. yeah on, Scam. on Scam. And then how's that been with Scam and Sujit? Um, cool. So far, you so good. You can be honest. With yeah. no, it's, <laughs> it's cool. No, I, I, um, I've liked being on it so far. You know, it's nice to, um, I just was kind of ready to do more, like, kind of take that next step because I've been in Vegas for a long time and I've done a lot of local gigs and I'm super appreciative of them. They're awesome. Yeah, you're, um, you're, you're, you've done a lot of big venues. You were like kind of the go-to opener for a lot of big EDM acts. So, and like you were at Encore Beach Club, you were mm-hmm. at a lot of Tau Group properties, Marquee and Tau probably. And, uh, yeah, I moved to Vegas because I started working with Tau back when um, Omar was the music Omar director. Omar Galliano, at- yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Shout to Omar. Yeah, shout out to Omar. Did you go to the Omar training like all of us did? The boot <laughs> yes, camp? I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Um, well, because when I first could come out here, I think I did like an audition type of gig. Yeah. I think I want to say was that Marquee, like the, oh no, I did the pool at Marquee for a completely uh, different like thing. It had nothing to do with Tau. It was that Baker to Vegas cop thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the audio guys there liked my DJing and told he was good friends with Omar, told him about me. So then Omar contacted me. I came out for like an audition gig. I think it was in the lounge or something like that. And Wait, um, is that the event where like all the cops come and, yeah. and wild yes. out? Yeah, at Marquee, they, they like always a do huge, it there. Like they do like a what? It's like a five or ten k run. No, they do it from Baker's to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah they yeah. drive. So, they drive over. Right? No, they, yeah. that, that's no, like some of them run. They yeah, run? Yeah. It's like a relay. It's like, like a they, whole like athletic thing, like an yeah. event, like a marathon, pretty much. <laughs> and the only reason really? I know because I have a bunch of friends from LA that are cops. Isn't that far? Isn't it like no? But that's the whole point because it's all for charity. It's like a huge thing. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's yeah they they take it's like a relay or not relay yeah they take turns it's not but somebody it, it's doing almost it's pretty much an excuse to come party in Vegas yeah because I used, yeah. I used <laughs> to just come to the party like I wouldn't yeah. I didn't know what it was for but like at the end everyone like turns up here yeah yeah uh, so yeah that's how I kind of started um, I played and then he you know would book me a couple more times mm-hmm. while I was still living in L A and then he asked if I would be interested in moving here to you know do more of those and I was like yeah sure of course so I moved down here. And um, started doing, you know, a lot of like the lounge back when the uh, side room was open too. What was it called? Opium Room. Opium Room. Yeah, yeah. I would do those. And um, Lavo, you know, he had me at wow. those venues. And then just over the years, yeah, I did a lot of child group stuff. You know, then I started opening the main rooms. And then I opened at Encore Beach Club for three years mm-hmm. through um, Milo, Mighty My. He got me that gig. Yeah, Because yeah, I was making, because that's when I was doing a lot of tracks with him. I, I would provide vocals for his tracks that he would make. So you'd, you'd be like spitting, like what are you singing or, or both? Sometimes or? it would be um, like I would sing a hook or I would do like just some, you know, when you make like a G House track or something and you just need like, like one sentence or something that's being said or a quick verse, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, so you were like yeah. that. They were like that rapper that would come on. Yeah, like I'm not like it like, would just. <laughs> if I had the rhyme and you had the bass, let's just combine and just put my time yeah. together. <laughs> you never know what we'll find. Cause <laughs> <laughs> remember that old school <laughs> shit? Oh damn! Yeah. 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 What was that? What was that? Started? What is? It? Oh man! 
But Straight it, it up, strike it up. Was that that song? <laughs> I, th- if I, I had I thought, the line and you had the bass, let's just strike come it on, up. strike it up, right? Strike, strike it, it up. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> water, well, no, so you were I, like that. You, you just came on and you did that one. Yeah, it would just be like, you know, like, boy, I'll house you. Things like that. I, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I have one. I put, it, I put it in the notes. I don't know if you um, Yeah, you I had the that. link. Well, no, I always wondered who was, the, who was like the voiceover artist that goes like, get your hands up. You know, like that generic, like, put your hands up track. Like, yeah. oh, get voice? your hands yeah, up. Yeah. Get it, your hands up. I have you know? no idea, like, but it was definitely stuff like that. Yeah. So <laughs> not necessarily where it's like a full on song. Yeah. Where I'm like the oh, featured okay. like artist, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, the song I found that you, oh you performed. Yeah, we're, so we're going to put you on blast. We're going to put you I on blast. I got a couple. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Dang, that's like 12 years old, <laughs> that video. Wait, you know, wait, you look the same, though. You look so good. <laughs> Thank you. How old is this video? First of all, this is like 12 years ago. <laughs> this is a Busta Rhymes challenge. So excuse me for saying any words I shouldn't be saying. I just was yo, reciting the it. The clarity like, on exactly. that was crazy, though. Yeah. I need to hear it again. Yo, for real. That was crazy. <laughs> I'm actually wondering if I could still do it. I'm like, this thing yeah, can you stuff. do it? Every single time I get up in the building and I touch it and I get it popping, you can never stop it. And I'm hanging hung and they wondering how my jigger does it when I'm blocking every hood and every street. And then I'm running, making other DJs want to bring it back. And then they robbing. I don't remember the words. That's that good. was good. Yeah. That was good right there. Wow. Thanks. Damn. Impressive, man. <laughs> Wait, so you and you sing too? Yeah, I sing, but I don't really. I feel like I used to be more into that, uh, and over the time, I just kind of don't do it so much anymore. So I don't yeah. feel like I'm as seasoned as I used to be, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, not so much anymore. But I definitely did it in the past. Yeah. So like when I was coming up in New York, I wanted to be a producer, and then I, I ended up having to rap on my own tracks because I couldn't find rappers who were good enough, or I didn't really, I wasn't really fucking with them, or they were just, <laughs> they just weren't reliable. So you end up having to like rap on your own shit, on your own production. Oh, and that's how you got into rapping? Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, and then rapping is like a real, it's like a childhood dream, right? Where you want to be an artist. And then you start getting older and you're like, fuck it. Like, I, I feel can like DJ. every hip hop head yeah, would be right? either a rapper or a producer. And then, you, yeah. and then you become a DJ. You like settle for DJing yeah. kind of a little bit, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. At least it's still in that like yeah. realm, yeah, that yeah. world. So I'm kind of wondering yeah. if that was kind of the same path as you, like, you know? like No, I no? never wanted to be a rapper or a, I mean, actually, I did want to be a singer when i was like 16 i tried out for american idol oh um, shit yeah oh, man. um uh, so you didn't make it for that <laughs> nah <laughs> really? they have some trash <laughs> on there yeah that's crazy no but the thing is you either <laughs> gotta you? be like real bad or really good and i'm not really good i'm okay i can carry a note but i'm no i'm no like yeah jordan sparks you know what i did mean did you make it on the tv show or this is um no there's like 10 rounds yeah. before you get and i think you either have to be terrible to get on tv like really bad right. like comically bad <laughs> or um you or know, like have a story i feel like yeah this, or a story or yeah, you really really good yeah. exactly like and you've I'll, been living on the streets yeah, yeah. you had cancer you got shot you know. four yeah. times yeah. Yeah. all this stuff happened to one person exactly yeah. <laughs> that's definitely how you get on tv so i um yeah i don't i didn't make it past like those i made it past a couple rounds but nothing like tv so I wasn't on TV. No. So you're just doing it kind of just to do it. Because I was like 16, and now right. you know American Idol. It's when it was kind of new, and it yeah. was just the thing mm-hmm. to do. And then I gave up on those dreams real quick. And I really kind of knew that I wasn't like a phenomenal singer. I was pretty realistic with myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I started going to raves when I was a teenager. And I remember <laughs> seeing Tiesto, and I was like, man, that's cool. Because I knew I wanted to do something in entertainment. Right. I knew I wanted to be some sort of entertainer. 
I didn't really have a direction kind of yet to go specifically. <laughs> and I was at a rave and I saw Tiesto. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I had a couple of friends who were also DJs. And this is back in like, you know, when LA was all about that indie, like yeah. new disco, like the heist, yeah. all that stuff. So I kind of started, I bought a pair of turntables. So I had some like hand-me-down gold Vestax mixer. It's all like just Ooh, chunky. Was it like an old, like 07? I don't know. Like yeah, like 06, yeah. 05, something right, right there. But, and then I just started, you know, that's where it was born for me. I started. So you DJing. self-taught yourself pretty yes. much? Wow. Oh, yeah. that's, yeah. impressive. that's impressive. Well, I, I wanted to know because I wanted to know how old you were. So I, I've never talked to you about this. I think we've only like messaged like we were like drunk one time or something. But <laughs> so basically, like I used to back in L.A., I don't know if you remember 2D, but like there was all ages clubs like in the Y2K era. So basically in the OC and the IE, like as kids, they were like kind of just teaching us to like party at an early age. Mm-hmm. So you'd go to this club and it was 13 to like 19 year olds and you would just like party and have fun and dance the whole night. And so I used to go to this one in the hood. Oh my, Gotham. And oh, and IE. <laughs> and so I, didn't I, die there. I remember Gotham. Okay, and so you have to remember, oh, like, shit. I'm from Rancho Cucamonga. So oh, you're that's from like, the IE, IE. That's like Beverly Hills, and that's Gotham is like Compton. Yeah, I had around. I had cousins that lived in like Merino Valley. Yeah, so, so that was our hangout. We on the would, weekends. yeah, we would that's go to crazy. like turn up, and I think I was like. 14 or something and then oh, i used to shit. see and then that's that's when i saw vtech and that's like when i first i saw you play there oh shit i played at gotham Fuck, yeah, I don't remember. yeah i do I, remember being there a few times i probably played in the this like oh, man the i don't side, the side room or something yeah because i remember being there with like rowdy remember him and, oh yeah, uh, yeah. r.i.p to rowdy a. yeah yeah, yeah. He passed away like, yeah, oh, so like 10 young. years ago i think he was yeah. like 19 or something wow. yeah but i remember like seeing you and be like oh shit like in my mind, like I had never seen like a female DJ, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, wait, so seeing V Tech, did that make you want to become a DJ? You know, like when you saw Tiesto, that was like, <laughs> really? Tiesto. I was your inspiration. Yeah, no, it was because I remember I would like Google. That is so. That's cool. I like go you. on YouTube and I'd be like, "Female DJs," and I, this is gonna make me sound fucking stupid. Like I used to be like female, and the only thing up was like DJ Shy. Like, it, I remember like it was only DJ Shy videos, and like she was like on MTV. Do you remember that one mm-hmm. time with True Life and like? And so, like, and then I saw you, and then I think, like, I don't, I remember seeing your flyers places too. So oh, that's cool. So were you like, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know at that time how old you were because I remember I was really young. So I started when I was about sixteen, seventeen, mm-hmm. and then my idol was actually Tina T because I thought she was, she still is badass. Yeah. But at the time, I liked her because um, she was obviously a fantastic DJ, and she was like, like not trying to be just like sex pot who you know like mm-hmm. yeah which is nothing wrong with that I, it was just my personal preference was like i wanted to be taken like um seriously like and not judged before anybody could hear me play because sometimes that really depending on how you take your photo shoots whatever how you promote yourself people it's just natural people thing, will judge yo that's that's i think that's the thing that i because i remember looking at your flyers and your pictures and like you weren't Se- like it wasn't overly sexy like you're obviously very attractive and beautiful but you didn't like have your like cleavage your, your tits weren't out like do you know what i'm saying like yeah i remember you had like your glasses <laughs> i and, do like, remember you know, that photo like, shoot yeah so like but it wasn't like a overly sexualized thing no yeah, yeah. I, I definitely that was on purpose for sure i like i never really wanted to um well, first of all, I ain't got no tits. So, <laughs> so there's no way. It would take a lot of work to do that. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, I just, you know, I didn't want anybody to judge a book by its cover before giving me a chance. And I just think that happens a lot with girls in, you know, in the DJ world. So um, now it's, I think, a little bit better. But back then, it was either supermodel DJs or like chicks who were like tomboys that were like pretty much dudes themselves. Right. And there was a few in between. I'm not saying everybody was like that, but I just, you know, if I had to pick one, I was like, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> I yeah. guess tomboyish. And at that of, time, there was like topless DJs. Do you guys remember this? Like, no. At no. that time, there was topless DJs. Where, really? Like, people like, would, yeah, really? yeah, yeah, no. Where? Like, remember, I did a lot of research during this time. Like, <laughs> wait, you know? where were where where were they having topless DJs? Like, yeah, I think it was, like, what is it? It was, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. What's it the was link? Big on the festival. <laughs> what was the what was the admission? Which <laughs> what venue? <laughs> Like I, because again, like I was just googling. I think at that age, like I'm really into research, and yeah. like of course, when you're interested in something, you just like Google it nonstop. So like, for me, for some reason, I just looked into like female DJs a lot. And at that time, there's like, it was a big trend for like topless DJs, like where they would just wear like. So pasties. wait, in your head, where you're like, oh my god, is this no. an option I might have to take no. to DJ? No, no, no. <laughs> No, that was never an option. But I was like, my parents, because I, I was like, again, I was like 15. I was like, oh my gosh, my parents would kill me. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, they probably would. I'm so mad. Wait, you know? so it was in LA, the topless DJ. So what was it? I don't really. I mean, I feel like maybe I didn't know this existed, but I don't remember ever like seeing anything that had an actual topless DJ at it. Well, yeah, I never saw it because I was young. I was not able to like go out really. That's why I was always at the all ages club, you know. But um, I just remember seeing like I think it was a little bit like in Europe, but also like a few in LA where there was just like these underground parties with like topless DJs. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's I've kinda, never seen you kinda, look like you're so perplexed. It's just sad a little bit, right? <laughs> like Unless she was badass, in which case I'm like, titties and, you know, turntablism, yeah. I'm not mad at it. But it, I mean, I probably am going to assume. It's a little sad, uh, isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> Because uh, even if she was badass as a DJ, kind of the focus is still on you're right. the cleavage. That's you're not listening like, to a mitts. Right. That's yeah. 100% yeah. true. It's just like, you know, this objectifying of of women. and it's just, that, yeah, just, I don't need, that couldn't happen in 2021. I just no, think like, definitely not. I'm just thinking like if I had a daughter and if that was like the options for DJs that she Googled, you know what I mean? I'd be like... <laughs> You, I'd be like, yo, 100%. That's you don't have to go that route, you know. That's not an option, but that's yeah, like a dad's fear. You like the next step is exotic. Dancer. I feel bad for the for the for the shorty who wanted to DJ and like, fuck, I really want to DJ. Like, fuck it, I'll, I'll do. I'll, just like I'll wonder if anybody will fuck me with shit, my tits yo. out. Who knows? No, and then I remember at that time. You know, it's so funny that you say that. Like, would you say dancing's next? Because I think like I ended up getting a gig as a go-go dancer somewhere, and my parents got so mad they didn't let me do it. I'm pretty sure yeah, that's no, probably. I was just like, no parent would be happy with their kids. Wait, did you have like the furry boots and shit? <laughs> no, oh, no, no. Did you it tell your like, parents? It was this? like a hip hop club, yeah. And at that time, I was teaching like kids how to dance. I was teaching like children, yeah. and they're like, "You're not fucking doing this." And I was just like, I mean, I was just young and dumb and i was like oh but it's like pretty good money and but i'll be dancing like, is my in life the club. Like, <laughs> they're like we paid for you to like become a professional dancer not to be like a go-go dancer and i was just like okay fine. i guess that would kind of like especially if they were if you were in a, in a yeah. direction of you know act, i don't want to say actual dancing it's not like go dancing isn't dancing especially now right. some of these girls in the vegas clubs they were they're dancers dancers yeah. you know they're good yeah um i remember surrender used to have the best dancers they had yeah. and then they took them away i was like was that, was, that was like a thing across the board in vegas right like right? they just got rid of the dancers like the go-go dancers I think some yeah. of the, but some of the dances i've been seeing 
in the past few years have been lazy as fuck though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just been like they're just moving like they do like <laughs> selfies. <laughs> they do like a little twerk. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's it also like, a lot of work, though. You're up there dancing nonstop. Nah, you know? I'm like, telling you, there was a venue that <laughs> Neva and I used to DJ, <laughs> oh and they had the worst. They would come out for like 10 minutes. They'd leave, <laughs> come was, out for another 10 minutes. They were minutes. definitely in shifts. I remember that. They would come yeah, out yeah. like, like 15 minute shifts or That's something. That's what it was, 15 minutes. That's exactly and they were kind of like, I was just like, it was just the laziest ass dances I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They weren't like working it. They were just like doing selfies. I remember at one spot, they had like really good dancers, and it would be motivation. Me for me to keep them dancing, yeah, especially yeah. if it was early in the night. I'm like, okay, let me at least get these dancers going. You know yeah, I mean? would it hype you up? Like, yeah, it is nice too when the go goes like compliment you at the end or something and say, hey. You know, thanks for, yeah, or, because yeah. you know, because I've done that too, where I look at the Go Go's and like, you know, want to keep them dancing too. Yeah, and it's they'll sometimes say like, yo, like the music was cool tonight because they get into it and it makes them happy, and you feel like, yeah. okay, somebody was paying attention. That's cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you always want to just please everybody, but. I, I remember, like, my first year in Vegas, I actually yelled at a go-go dancer. What? Why would you yell at a go-go dancer? I don't know why. You're like, so controlling. Like, I was... What? I think I was... She de- wasn't dancing good enough? She like, was what? stopping... She stopped dancing. She was fucking up your flow? Or <laughs> yeah, every time I mixed a new song and she stopped dancing. Well, that's one way to kill, like, the vibe. If she's up on a pedal... Like, a, not a pedestal, but a... Was she, know? like, close to you? Or, like, was it... Yeah, she was like right here. And every time I mixed a new song, she would stop dancing and then like. Like look at you? No, not look at me. Like look at her friend and like laugh and then like That's dance weird. again. And I was just like. How? This is a jet. Uh-huh. And I remember I, I was like, yo, can I talk to you for a second? Excuse me. Can I talk to you? He's like, minutes? oh my gosh, this guy's going to fucking hit on me no, again. And I was just, she was like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, yo, every time you stop dancing, it fucks me up. So like, can you just. Either keep dancing or just don't stand there at all. Did she take offense to that or was she No, she, I think she was scared like she was going to lose her job. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. But then she, just, she was dancing <laughs> like a monkey. <laughs> She's like being extra. for her life. She yeah, she was, her life like, she was like, really, just into that shit after that. <laughs> but I remember afterwards, I was like, oh, I was like, was I being an asshole or was yeah. I? I was maybe being an asshole. Yeah. But it was fucking me up. I was just like, yo, why are you stopping? Because I thought like speakers went out or something. Oh, okay. Was the mix well, off? She wasn't feeling your, your selection, whatever. Yeah, or like the mix was off. I was just like, yo, what? Like, or you thought technically something was wrong. That's I thought so many things. It yeah. was questioning. Like after the fourth song, I'm like, am I playing whack? Or why is are they one la-? side messed up? Because like if I'm Yeah, because I'm like, are they, why are they laughing? And I'm looking at the crowd and the crowd is like, cool. This but DJ it was sucks. Like, <laughs> it wasn't like the beginning of the night, like 11. Uh-huh. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, even if I was whack, she's not supposed to look you, like yeah, that. You yeah, you still have to dance. Exactly, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So then I started getting mad. Like, I thought we was a team here. <laughs> <laughs> Are we not a team here? You know? And I was like, yo, can I talk to you for a second? Are we working together? Because you're making me look bad. Well, at least she turned it around because that yeah. would have been, if she, yeah. she could have gone south and it would have been even worse. See, so. I think if I did that now it would have been completely, it would have went left field. It would have been like on Twitter. It would have gotten, you, you would have gotten shut trouble. down. Yeah. <clears throat> like, yeah. I, it would have been a meeting. There would have been a, a call. Suji would have been like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck would have happened. But, um, anyway, so we're, let's get back to VTech. <laughs> we're talking about topless dance, topless Global DJs dances. and but all this dances. shit. Yeah, no, I just, we never got a chance to talk about Gotham like face to face, I think. I mean, I feel like I remember Gotham, but the, that, the fact that you're bringing it up, I it's like 
not something that stands out in my mind as like a significant part of what I that's because it's so significant to me. But D, were you too old to be there? Like, no. If I was thirteen, you was too old. You was like, you were like seventeen year old. No, no, no. Be like R. Kelly. No, the last time I was there, he was like L. Cool J and Big Old Butt. He was hanging outside the high school, hanging at the playground. No, honestly, that's what you was doing, right? No, because I was like fourteen. No, no, but Gotham was around forever, though. So the last time I was was around, the last time I was there was probably nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> so he, up, barely, he, he barely, he barely made the cut. To, he barely made the cut. So like, I was the like the oldest that's amongst baggies, my cousins. That's so like all my year olds. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get these young shorties. Come on, man. all of my cousins were like fifteen. We could just take you to McDonald's and we. So like, I was, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. Look at his face. Look at oh, yeah. He's doing one of those guilty laughs, yo. Oh man. But no, honestly, the last time I was here, I was probably like, for sure, like 18, 19 years old. And my cousins are like 16. Oh, okay. So like, that was just the hangout. So you're the chaperone. Yeah, like like, I was the designated driver. No one else had a license. D probably looked young as fuck too. I know. You were 19, so you probably looked 16, right? Yeah, when I was 19, I looked like I was like 15, 16. But he was probably driving a car. So he stood out, right? So he, yeah. He was like the cool, like the older, like teenager, you know. But I feel like at that age, you still feel young when you're 18 or 19. I was too young to go to a real club. Club, yeah, you know what I mean, so that was like the hangout. That was the only thing to do. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so what I really love about this is that Nudia, you were inspired by VTech. Yeah, that's and so then, cool. And then VTech, you were inspired by Tina T. Yeah, for and did, sure. did you ever go to Banana Split Sundays to go hear her or, um, or, D, or watch her? D? What was the first time you? saw Tina T. Oh, shit. Honestly, the first time I started was on MySpace. <laughs> That's like when I just yeah, yeah. discovered her, I think. Yeah. And We're going way back now. Yeah. MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. I know. And I don't really um, remember where I first saw her, but I did do a DJ battle. Wait, was it? She was judging, I think. Um, and maybe she played a little bit there, but I don't remember seeing her. I think I wasn't old enough, like bananas, or maybe I was. Was that eighteen and over? I don't think I ever went to that with DJ no, AM and like all that. Yeah, I don't think I was old enough yet. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just would watch her like videos online and stuff too. So I think that's pretty much where I was like, yeah, viewing her as like a dope DJ. Mm-hmm. And I knew she played with all these cool people and mm. yeah. So she's. I even like MySpace her one time sent her a, a DM, I guess, or whatever the equivalent that would be back then, mm-hmm. and just kind of asked for some advice, which was. It's crazy how it comes full circle because I get some people who will message me, do you have any advice? I'm trying to DJ. And I just think back to when I would, you know, 15 years ago or whatever, be messaging Tina T. So it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, you, definitely. So you reached out to her for advice and stuff? Yeah, I did. Uh, like many moons ago, about 15 years ago. Did she reply back? She did. She was super sweet. Aww, and yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. She was, she was awesome. Nice. The cool thing is that we're all friends now, though. You know, yeah. it's yeah. just like. Definitely. And she's so down to earth and cool. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's like a beautiful person. The yeah, fact that she, she really responded is. to you, did that like inspire you to respond to others and give oh, yeah, them advice? Definitely. I mean, I feel like um I would already do that, but it was something about that too that definitely I think about for sure when people respond or if I don't really feel like writing the same out the same thing out again cuz once in a while you'll get the same kind of request and it's a lot. I'll try to give the best advice I can, but it's a lot to type out. Yeah. So, um I just just think like it was so cool of her to respond to me, so I always want to do that. You know, when so, if if or when somebody hap- happens to hit me up for any sort of yeah. advice, That's cool. yeah. I feel I feel like the I feel like the generation that was before me, mm-hmm. they didn't really look out for us that much as nah. as much as the later generations. Nah, They're probably all. pissed that all these people started coming in with the computers and stuff too. You know, because <laughs> like the computer yeah. thing kind of started happening early two thousands. 
ish, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the Serato. I don't remember what year it came out. Like two thousand four, four or five. five. Yeah, I, th- I feel like there was a conscious choice with the generation that came before us to mm-hmm. switch over. And yeah. the, the, for the DJs who didn't switch over, I felt like there was a little animosity towards like, yo, these Serato dudes. There was a lot of animosity. Yeah, yeah. I can totally see that. Mad. Yeah, yeah. But then later, like it t- probably took five to ten years for them to be like, all right. You know, I better like, jump on board if I want to continue to yeah, play. I mean, <laughs> a lot of them were getting phased out quickly. Yeah. Especially like being on the road and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a big topic um, of discussion too when people discuss, you know, that whole thing where there's like a side of people that don't want to jump into the new world of DJing, but it's like, I get it. But at the same time, you don't jump, jump in. You're going to get left behind pretty much. Cause that's just where it's going. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, well, it's like Twitch, right? You were one of the first people on Twitch, right? Kind of like well, who Twitch hopped on. has, I guess has DJs. Uh, yeah. Because Twitch has been around for a minute. You guys know it's a gaming site. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, um, I started, around may during the pandemic started, yeah when the mm-hmm. pandemic hit mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um and i'm like you know what because you know why somebody told me you can make money on twitch that's why i jumped on twitch because everybody was doing instagram live and i was too but uh, it's you know, weren't making any money maybe a tip here and there but nothing crazy it's just significant <laughs> and it's a lot of work to stream and so when and i so i would be very inconsistent and then when somebody said you can make money on twitch i was like say what now because <laughs> if this if i can monetize this I'm in there like swimwear, let's go, you know? So um, I started streaming, and when I started, I was like a deer in headlights because there's literally a ring light, a camera, and, um, you know, my makeshift setup that I had in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, a difficult adjustment, obviously. You know, it's completely a different way. I mean, a different type of DJing because you're not necessarily keeping a dance floor busy. You have to talk to them, interact with them, get to know your audience. Um, your dance floor is now your chat room, mm-hmm. you know, and you feed off that. And I would do all my own graphic design, so it was a lot of work for that because I would make different backgrounds for every type of set that I'd be doing to kind of keep it in theme and try to make flyers and overlays and this and that. So now it's a lot more streamlined. And um, my fiance helped me completely do our stream room. So well, it's just a bedroom, but it's made into a stream room now. Yeah. So he's he's an audio engineer, so he... <laughs> You know, he made it all cool. He's really a stickler for having clean wires and everything, too. So Mm -hmm. he made it really pleasant to be in there and stream consistently so I don't have to constantly set it up, tear it down, that kind of thing. I I, got to say, like, you know, your stream, I I think I stumbled onto your Sundays, which is like the oldies. Oh, yeah, oldies. And you would do, like, all these oldies mixes. Mm -hmm. And uh, the visuals were good. The music and the mixing was dope. And you were on, like, a, you know, you were on a controller, too. So so it's probably some of the... The best DJing, technical DJing I've seen on a controller too. Thank you. And uh, I know and a lot of people hate on controllers, but it's nah, just, like it's convenient and it's the big one. You're really using all the effects, you know, and you're on the mic and you're navigating it really like, you know, it, it, I was really impressed and the Thank selection you. was great. And um, I would say you, I, in my, in my, if I had a top five, you'd, you'd be one of my top five streamers. Oh, thank on you. Twitch. That's awesome. That's, yeah, that's for visuals cool. and also I'm about just to say your visuals yeah. are crazy. Bananas. So you're, and I, I and I was wondering when I was watching, I was like, who is doing the graphic design on this shit? Because it's like <laughs> it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, is, is she paying? Who is she paying? Or like, is she doing this herself? <laughs> right? Yeah. And then I would I I would because we would do a, a Twitch stream on Sundays, and I think you would be on before us or or after us. I think probably before us because we would go late. But I would I would check you out, 
you be you were spinning all types of music. You were amazing, and you were really good with the chat. Like you were really good spinning. You would like throw out topics sometimes. That you know? was all practice. Yeah, because yeah. like I said, at first I'm like, fuck, what do I talk about with everybody? It's right. like they're sca- you know they're looking at their screen. It's such an awkward thing to know that because you're like, okay, you're spinning and you're trying to look like I'm just smiling, having a good time, but really I'm thinking like, fuck, what am I gonna say next? How can I engage with them? Mm-hmm. And that just came with time, you know, getting to know people, too. You have stuff to say because you kind of get to know their personalities. So you mm-hmm. can, you know, but it's, it's like I can tell you're juggling a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of juggling because it's I'm watching it and you're and you're you're doing it actually very effortlessly. But because I'm a DJ and I see <laughs> things from all perspectives, I can see like, you know, the chat's not moving so much. So she's like, hey, so I had a. A topic if you guys want to talk about it and she just throw out this topic Aww. just to and get like, them moving again because yeah, it yeah, yeah. weirds me out i'm like oh they're bored so she'll okay. just throw out this topic and i'm like okay that was weird but like she's it, keeping it, kinda, it moving and i was like oh that's that's pretty clever that she she came up with that and she's djing at the same time responding to people thanking for subs or whatever like yeah it was a, it was a lot but you you handed it really really well and thank you, you did exceptionally well and i was just like she is fucking good, and <laughs> I'm and uh, and I I was just wondering like if if that came from being on radio or any of that shit like any of any of that probably came from because even you like when you would stream you would have that radio yeah. muscle that would come out right you would <laughs> yeah. just talk and you and you could talk about bullshit like, yeah I can't do that there's a lot of improvisation improvisation well that's probably right, not know, radio right? right there but yeah. before yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be like yeah you'd be real smooth with the shit and yeah. you would be able to talk about anything yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably Nudie could probably attest to it as well like there's probably like a lot of like improvisations that happen in the midst of you know like fuck ups or whatever just you need some you need a minute right to just get yourself together so you might throw out a topic and be like yo so this happened to me today Who's who can relate yeah you know I, I mean? um first of all like you were saying that you're juggling so much so yeah. it's I'm constantly like you know aware I'm trying to you know, okay let me collect my thoughts real quick yeah, yeah take your one time. thing that's difficult is I used to hate when DJs would come on and watch me DJ because I'm like this is so different than how I would sound in a club because I'm triggering graphic effects I'm watching the chat I'm reading the chat I'm mm. Consciously making sure I'm going to say something next. Responding. I'm, yeah, like I'm watching the stream here. I have five screens because I have my stream computer, my iPad, so I can go back on the chat. It's like some TV. Wizard of Oz shit. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It's like spaceships. You know, you know? Spaceships. Yeah, yeah, and so then I have my wireless keyboard because I'm triggering like gifs and stuff, you know, to make people laugh. Things like that. That also helps. I feel like when you have other things going on, just like simple gifs or cutaways or like I started, I made this cryo effect that kind of like I like fucking with now too, especially when I do um, my rave on there because like I feel like I try to do as much possible to give it that feel of um, as there as I can be, you know, because really they're not, it's the screen. But I I like it too when people put me on their TV because I feel Mm -hmm. like that's where you can really get the the energy of the stream rather than watching it on your phone yeah, which yeah. I'm not mad at whatever if you're gonna be watching I don't care what you're watching it on but I always recommend at least Bluetooth if not put me on your TV or whatever you know what every time I see you on your stream you're always happy you're always like <laughs> smiling and happy it's like, <laughs> like during the whole stream it's like one time you're like you're just like and, what, and once like, the stream ends she, she goes in a corner and cries I'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> I'm all smiling like a single tear rolls down my cheek. No, 
<laughs> now I like when you like dance. So you're like, I really like the jump. I like the jumping V Tech. Oh, like, Lord, when, when I rewatch like, that, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, she chill, gets into, She starts jumping, and I'm just like, yes. Well, my rave caves, I usually go pretty crazy because usually we're taking shots on those two. So I'm just like wilding out. And when I rewatch the streams, which I usually don't like doing because it's cringy to watch yourself speak yeah, and do stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's also good so you can make your stream better, you know. But um, I, yeah, definitely like. I've seen other streamers that are just kind of um, straight-faced, very kind of mellow, and and that's cool. But I always feel like when I'm... I just think it looks better when people are in a good mood and happy, you know? Mm -hmm. So I like... I'm already in a good mood, so it's not fake. I'm usually like happy, and if I'm not in a good mood, or I usually don't stream. Like, if, there's been times where I cancel a stream because there's just something going on, yeah. where it's too much to try to fake yeah. or like yeah. muscle through it. So yeah, generally speaking, I have a good ass time streaming because I'm playing whatever the fuck I want for the most part. You know, that yeah. was one of the coolest things that came out of it. Mm -hmm. I want to play oldies. I want to do a rave. I'm feeling really hip hoppy today, 80s and 90s only. It's just yeah, I'm in a good mood genuinely. So. Yeah, when I was when I watch you, I'm like yo. She's really built for TV. Like she could do, like you know, Entertainment Tonight, like a segment, <laughs> red card like events and shit. Right? Yeah, watch, like, put me on that. I'd probably be like, I would bomb. I wouldn't be good. <laughs> or like a, you know, like a, you know, like a, like a, I don't know, like a, a step and repeat. And yeah. She's DJing. She could interview, or she could do like you know, segues and stuff. I was like, she's TV ready. She can read cue cards and yeah. all of this shit, you know. And I was like watching, and I was like, you know, she's ready to do that shit. Cause, yeah. like, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, so I know your Twitch is doing well, uh, right? You're doing good on you're good. You're doing well on Twitch to yeah. the point where I know that the clubs have opened up, and you can make a conscious choice. I've seen Twitch DJs where they can make a conscious choice of like, do I continue to build my Twitch, mm -hmm. or do I go and abandon it and like go, go back. back to the clubs yeah. and stuff? So yeah. I, I kind of wanted to know. I've seen you build your Twitch even more. Because I'll see, like, the viewership, you know? Yeah. It would average at, like, 60, 70, you know? Mm -hmm. And then maybe 80, 100, 101. And now you're, like, averaging, like, you know, 180 to 2, 250. You know what I mean? So it's, like, it's like growing and growing. And it's it's one of those things where, like, I know some of the rates in, you know, in the city or just in, in every city is not great. And, you know, some people are maybe doing a little bit better on Twitch or, or a lot better on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And it, it kind of, I, I think... I, I, it can build like a leverage for you, right? Because yeah. it's like, I'm not going to leave my crib unless the money's right and like the venue's right and kind of shit. Yeah, you know? well, I think that's kind of, so I'm, I chose to do both. I like still playing in-person gigs, of course. Right. I mean, that's just like, you know, as DJs, you kind of need that. I really enjoy Twitch because that's where I felt like my graphic design background and my DJing could come together and make me some money, you know? Plus, I liked, like I said, getting to play whatever I want. So while I can't be as consistent as I was during the pandemic, I um, still kind of am juggling doing both. And I think that's also why when Sujit approached me about Scam, I was like ready to do that because I knew that it wouldn't be like a ton of gigs, like, you know, every weekend getting like top paid gigs, you know, all the time, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I was okay with that because I was really working here in Vegas a lot for, you know, in-town type prices. You guys know like all about that. So, and it was cool, but I was really busy and... Um, making good money but at the same time when I started Twitch I felt like okay I'm making good money on Twitch I don't need to be working so many gigs sometimes gigs I don't really want to do you know like lounge work or something um, which again I was grateful for but I just I've done it for so long I was ready to move on from that well, it, it gives you you know options like because you you you, you know financially you're, you're getting exactly. some income you have it gives you options so you can pick and choose now right yeah. so yeah. Twitch kind of gave you the 
it gave you just some freedom to to kind of pick what you want to do a little bit and to exactly. and to refocus your club club career club dj career kind of right? yeah so like now i if i'm you know cj books me for some you know big club a in whatever austin or something it's like yeah it's cool because it's good money it's a good like big club the stuff that i really want to be doing right and when i'm not doing those big clubs i'm on twitch you know doing what i do on twitch so right. it's kind of uh, right now i'm balancing it so it's been working out so far for the past yeah. you know yeah. six months or so i asked for colors like this when he was here but had you ever considered um streaming live from your gig nah because it's not the same it's like yeah People, I think, first of all, expect a certain quality on my stream because I'm always doing a certain thing and I'm paying attention to them and yeah. they're used yeah. to that. So I don't think and it would be... you have so much going on. They're like, <laughs> yeah. where are the graphics? Where's the cryo? Right. You know? Yeah, so, I don't think... It, it definitely yeah. wouldn't be as interesting to watch when I'm not even looking at the screen. I'm like, it's dark. It kind of just looks like... <laughs> just some footage of like a dj dark club yeah. i don't know it doesn't i've seen dj stream live and personally i mean i'm not interested in watching not because they're not doing a great job but it's just not interesting to watch yeah and twitch is very visual people want to see as well yeah. as listen not yeah. always people do just enjoy listening to a dj which is cool but at least my audience i know they're definitely into just all the different you know graphics and stuff yeah. that i have going on i'd imagine that'd probably be like almost impossible to like interact with this the twitch crowd and the actual club crowd and vice versa right? i probably like be, wouldn't interact with twitch i think uh yeah, you can't do both i think yeah. i think the problem is that the club is like there has to be a mystery to it you mm -hmm. know what i mean and it's like you can't really have it too bright overlit. yeah you can't mm -hmm. see too much there's you like, know what i'm saying yeah, yeah when you're the, in the club it looks cool but on a screen there's like dark yeah, with a red light going by every once in a yeah. while it's just <laughs> like lasers fog it's, it's not yeah. the same thing yeah. and I not think, at all i think it actually destroys and kills a lot of the mystery of like if you do like a twitch dj wanting to see them in real life I exactly think, there you go i think you need that separation mm -hmm. yeah. because and this is something you can't capture in a club you know yeah. what i'm saying and it's like it's, it's totally different yeah it, to me to me twitch is like tv right yeah mm -hmm. and like the club is is movie yeah it's theatric it's like film you have to mm -hmm. be there with like right. 360 to, to views experience it. yeah it's like a blockbuster you, yeah. you know what i'm saying so when you go to a blockbuster you want to see it in a movie theater right yeah you don't want to see it on like you know like your watching, phone watching <laughs> fast and furious on like your little ass tv or something right it's like weird. yeah no yeah. but twitch is like you know to me it's it's tv it's accessible you know and yeah. it's 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 like what you guys are doing on them uh on Twitch right now, to me, is like some new MTV radio shit, you know? You know who cracks me up since you mentioned him is uh, Four Color Zach. Yeah. He's just hilarious. And I actually wonder who does his graphics because he's funny well, he, and his whole stream is just witty as fuck. Like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love his stream. And he's a great DJ, obviously, so. I think he does a lot of the graphics himself, I yeah, believe. Yeah, his stream is really entertaining. He's cool. Like, yeah, he's yeah. definitely in the top five for me. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I mean, Fr Franzen's up there. Yeah. Bella's up there. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's so many other DJs, yeah. like, you know. One yeah. of the good things I think about a lot of DJs going back to in real life work is it kind of frees up people to come to other streams. So the fact that some DJs are still streaming, like Bella, uh, me, Four Colors, Zach, there's a ton, Friends and Angie, like all these people are still streaming. So these people who maybe watched their favorite DJ A before, you know, now don't have DJ A on there anymore. So like they're freeing up space to, some people fell off Twitch, like viewers, but some people are looking for new streams. So it kind of, it's like funneling people into all right. of our streams now because there's now not as many. Now you're monopolizing on all <laughs> of I mean, I think every DJ should be on Twitch, honestly. I think it's just like a great, you don't necessarily have to do any type of graphics. There's DJs who don't have any 
graphics, maybe an overlay, you know, mm. and they just stream in their room. And that's awesome. Like, it depends really on how good you are in front of the camera as well as whatever music you're into DJing. But um, yeah, some people try to like think that you might need to do all this graphic work. It helps, but you don't need that. And yeah, it's nice to be able to dig into all these crates that you never otherwise would have brought out to see the light of day. Like my oldies crate, the fuck am I playing? Yeah, you be playing like songs from the 50s, Yeah, 60s? I, that's yeah. all I play on Sundays is 50s and 60s. I don't even dip into the 70s because there's just so much 50s and 60s that's good, like under the boardwalk and like, you know, sugar, dun, 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 you know, stuff yeah. like that. Archies, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying that it's like there's so much good music that I, you don't play that shit in the club, like ever. Like, you know, maybe you to, might sample it. We used it. to play some of that shit in the club. I know, like back back in, in the day. <laughs> well, <laughs> what year? <laughs> no, what we're year? like early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. the mid 2000s. Like, yeah, mid 2000s. We could do like a Motown 50 set yeah. at the end of the night. Yeah. It, would, it would go the fuck off. That's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, but I feel like, you know. I think you could do that now. Like, I, it's going towards it an open on, format now. It depends on, yeah. yeah. And like, especially in Vegas. There's some manager gonna rush up. What are you playing? Play like something Drakey or something. You I'm about know? to say Drake, yeah. Yeah, like who? Like what? If you try to, especially with, I can't say this about all girls. I feel like with girls, if we start to get experimental, somebody's like on you like white on rice because they are mad. Like oh no no, like managers in Vegas nightclubs. Whereas if a dude starts getting creative, they're like oh yeah, he's pretty good. You know. We've had we've heard that for the second time already. Someone else said that. Before. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. They, I think Angie. Talked yeah. about like taking risks in the club because yeah. you had said that like you felt that her and Bella's set was safe in Vegas. You have yeah. to stay safe as a girl a lot of times because the managers will come and bark at you immediately because they just I think maybe they don't even realize it or they do, but they immediately judge you because you're a girl. So you're like, if they hear you playing the club bangers and you're doing a good job, cool. But if you were like, for example, someone like Four Color Zach who plays literally everything and he is amazing at it. But if, like, I try to play, like, a four-color Zach set, not that I could, he's awesome, but, you know, somebody would be like, what are you, what is this, what are you doing? Like, no, no, play, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, get back to the basics, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more difficult, I think, for girls in Vegas specifically to get away with that kind of set. I, I've, so I have a question, like, with you, with your viewership growing on Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. And I've heard this from a few, a couple Twitch streamers, uh, where... Some of their Twitch, like, do, do your viewers kind of show up to the club to come see you? Yeah, that's happened, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I've had a few people, mostly California gigs is, like, where a lot of my viewers are, so they'll come right. to those specific gigs. There's a couple who come to, like, all of them. Mm-hmm. Again, the California ones. Yeah. Um, once in a while at a gig, like, randomly in a different state, too. So, yeah, definitely they show up. Um, Like, I've I've talked to a few streamers, and sometimes it can get weird. I would imagine so. I haven't had that (laughs) issue yet, but I would imagine so. Uh, How could it, how did it get weird? It gets weird, like... I would imagine for somebody, maybe like Angie, who's super popular, so she's got a lot of California people, too. Yeah. And she plays right there where a lot of those people live. So, like, sometimes I feel like for her specifically, like, that might get a little awkward. I don't have that many people like that show up like that. Like she's got a whole, she yeah. does her own show now down in Pomona, you know? Yeah. And so that, yeah, but I, not for me. It hasn't gotten awkward. I, yeah, I heard it just gets weird because, you know, just like any celeb or like groupie weird. 
Well, no, they feel like they know you, I think, is yeah. the thing. Because they feel, well, like anyone that listens to this podcast, like if they don't know you guys, they feel like they do, you know? Yeah. Well, the good thing is everyone thinks I'm an asshole. So, like, everyone they, stays the, away from the me. The expectations are low. <laughs> like, people go and talk to Neva first. People talk to me, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. talk to him first. <laughs> and so like, is, that, is that crooked? And they're like, yeah. Like, oh, that's okay. That's it. That's the most I get. Well, no, I remember I saw you in, uh, what, was the, what was that club that shut down? And then, like, you weren't, like, I was just talking to Neva, and then all of a sudden, Cricket's like, I don't think the people in this room are feeling this. He's like, he was just, like, talking about DJ stuff. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, you could tell, like, you d- you don't turn it off, really. Like, you're, like, constantly in that thinking. Yeah, but who, what DJ can go into a nightclub and not it's overanalyze not yeah. everything well, no, in the club? Well, no, because we were just talking about normal stuff. We're like, nah. oh, how's your sister? No, yeah, I, nah, <laughs> just I, like, I, every time. I analyze. every. If I go <laughs> in a club, I analyze everything. I analyze <laughs> yeah. the crowd. I analyze the lights. I analyze the DJ. I analyze the LEDs. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the bartenders, the, the waitresses. Yeah, like <laughs> everything. Everything. How fast I'm getting a drink started. Exactly. You know, that's one thing Like I always notice is the bartending. I'm like... Okay, the best bartending is when the bartender can take five orders and like finesse that shit. You know, right. get them all Body out there. Them, right? yeah. I can't stand when you get that bartender and some guys say, "Can I get three shots?" And she's like, "Okay," and goes and pours three shots, rings him up, brings the tab, waits there for him to sign the tab, takes it back. I'm like, "Bitch, you could have gotten like ten more orders." Right, oh, that right. drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's dudes too. I'm not saying only women yeah, bartenders, yeah. dudes too, of course. But um, yeah, I analyze stuff at the club. I guess I never really thought about that. I thought I feel like that's just a you natural thing off, as yeah. DJs. If you're a yeah. DJ, that's something you do all the time. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm analyzing the security, the door guy. Yeah, you, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far with security. No, I'm, I'm really I, paying attention I, I, to it. I analyze security. You do. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell like security? how professional, how everything yeah. is run. Yeah. When you have security who speaks like very courteous, and like you know they're not trying to amplify any any incidents, but when you have security that's aggro. That's like in some professional. Then they're, they're almost like trying to. Like picking a fight <laughs> yeah, indirectly. Yeah. They're trying to like initiate some wait, type wait of altercation. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that you kind of notice. And they're like every little thing from bartenders like she, like she, uh, like Vitek was saying to cocktail waitresses. Yeah. To the presentations to managers and what, what everyone's doing. Like yeah. I analyze everything. Yeah. Everything. I mainly just notice like the service. At, like towards the DJ at every venue you're at like I don't know after the pandemic I've noticed some venues like you know um it just seems like the, their service towards the DJ yeah like dwindled a it's lot non-existent yeah like, like I re- I can't, you can't even get a water yo I remember the first are they bringing I, I like played, a glass yo <laughs> you can't get shit like <laughs> like the worst is when you go to a venue right especially if you're and they from don't out check of town on you. they don't check on you at no, all like they don't give a of, shit if I, I'll fly in to like Florida and I'll show up at the club, and then the security be like, "Are you DJing tonight? All right, you go in." I'm like, "Where's the booth?" And they're like, "Up there." I go up there. The opener's not talking to me. No one's talking to me. Yeah. I can't get a drink. I I literally go to the bar and I buy a drink. I come back. I'm just like, I've had that happen before. So yo. you don't have the manager's number to call or the text to be like, "Yo, I'm in the booth." Um, is it possible you could like? Bring me Sometimes some I hit them and be like, "Oh yeah, so and so will take care of you." I'm like, well, "He's not taking care of me." <laughs> like, who <laughs> is that person? You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know what? A good opener would would do that though. Exactly. A good opener would be like, "Yo, you good? You about to get on? You need anything? You need a water? You like? You need something to drink? Like, what are you drinking? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, like ten years ago, that's how it was when we traveled. Yeah. We yeah. actually look forward to like going to Phoenix, or I look forward mm-hmm. to going to Miami, or I look forward and chopping it up with the with the opener. 
And then they would hang out. We would get food afterwards. Yep. We would hang out. They would hit me the next day like, yo, you want to come check these spots? Like probably in the last five or eight years, the energy changed <laughs> with the openers. That's true. Sometimes you, you know? get openers who are like kind of like, they, like they don't like you already. They're a little yeah, they, 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 they like see you, you coming and they're like, fuck. Like, they, they try to like start flexing, you know, yeah. real quick. I'm like, well, well, the openers now, I feel like it's like they look at you and be like, should be me. I should be doing <laughs> that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, they got B Tech. They got B Tech coming. Like, that should be my slot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't is... think about that, but that is true. Because I remember, remember, like back in the days when I was doing Light and Jet, and they used to have like guest DJs. I used to always show them love. Like, yo, what's up? Anything you let's need? Let's do shots. Exactly. Let's do shots. You need exactly. a shot? Come on, let's do a shot. Right. Man. And yeah. I actually like. I like opening because that's a fun ass set to open yeah. and play all that old uh-huh. shit that you don't. You know. Like and I so I'm in a good mood when I'm opening. So if there was like a headliner coming, I'm like, "What's up? Like, yeah, we're doing shots, like you yeah, said, you know." And then after over, after the club is closed, go to the Rhino. Be yeah. like, "Yo, you want to go to you the like Rhino, take them out, take them out, hang <laughs> out, have a good time." Yeah, yeah. Man. And then these openers, they they treat you like shit, right? They hating on you, and they fucking leave like in the middle of your set, which is fine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then they fucking complain like. Yo, my career's not going nowhere, right? Yeah. Well, your career's why. not going nowhere because you're not you, connecting. You're not connected yeah, with not nobody, yeah, exactly. and yeah. you're not. You, you're acting like you're you're the you know like you're the shit, and you're you're the big dog in your city, but you're not connected with nobody in other any other yeah. cities. So that's why your career ain't going nowhere. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, but I will say sometimes you you go into a venue and you don't know the traditions. Like I remember when I was at like, <laughs> and then these people were tipping me, right? <laughs> Grabs and he's like. He's like shot money, and then he went and he bought like all the DJ shots with like the with, money with that people t- were tipping. Wait, say me. what now? Be like, hey, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. And it was fine. I mean, like I was yeah. just like whatever. But I think the next day he called me. He's like, yo, I'm so sorry. Like that's just what we do here. Like whenever people tip. Like we just buy shots like for the DJs. Nah, he just made that that's bullshit. I've never heard that. I've never heard that before. I never heard that. No, in my like life. he did call and apologize. I will say, like, but hey, I at mean, least he called and, and owned up. He did. That's He's funny. like, I'll Venmo you. I was like, I was like, it's fine. It was like thirty bucks or something. I was like, it's it's fine. How many like, shots can we buy with thirty bucks? That, right? Well, you know what? It depends on the venue. Like yeah. some of those like downtown that's venues seem like to fucked up for thirty bucks. Hell yeah. How many shots did he buy with thirty dollars? Yeah. Yo, I had a question. So when your Twitch following comes to see you, do they expect you to DJ how you DJ on Twitch? No, they not know. that I've ever asked them, but I don't okay. think that they would. I mean, it's a completely different setting. There's a whole dance floor. They know I'm DJing for this dance floor. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna be like talking to them. Like, oh, like you know, I mean, I'll <laughs> shout somebody out. Be like, oh, shout out to like whatever their fucking Twitch handle is. You know, Sweet yeah. Princess Three Nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. But um, I'm not gonna be on the mic that much. One thing I will say too was a little bit of um, because you know we were on Twitch for so long to DJ back in the club there was shit you know you play on Twitch that you wouldn't play in the club just yeah. cause like like I was getting into a lot of like Gumbia stuff too you know oh, okay. <laughs> and I remember I was playing where was I in San Diego and um it wasn't I wasn't playing anything like um crazy but you know how normally you play like reggaeton or whatever yeah. and then I would drop a Gumbia remix but it was still a mainstream song and I remember the uh, audio guy was like this is like after the fact after the club was over he's like yeah there's a lot of like Texas type Type of uh, type Regional. Spanish music. Regional. He's all, but it was cool, you know. And I was like, yeah, it wasn't bad or anything because I didn't like dwell on like that type of music for any yeah, long yeah, period yeah. of time. But it made me think, like, oh yeah, like I gotta really think about that kind of stuff, yeah. you know. I think it's fine, yo. Honestly, I, I, I think it's cool. But I'm just saying, like, I, that wasn't bad that instance. But it made me think about it. Like, you can't really drop some stuff that maybe you would otherwise. Like a bachata at like midnight, you know? Like, I mean, bachata is kind of crazy. That's real like, fast. You gotta yeah. definitely oh, no, know your venue. Well, if you're gonna be dropping I mean, bachata. You yeah. yeah, have like sure. the romantic, but you know. Like, oh no, wait, bachata is like the like, like Romeo yeah. Santos type thing. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. 
But so I, I was just like, I, 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 the thing is, I learned about cumbia in the last year, mm-hmm. probably. I like it a lot. I know, I love yeah. cumbia. <laughs> so for me, I love playing it now. Me too. And I feel like be, maybe because of Twitch or maybe just because of what's happened in the past year, just everyone's a little more open to it, you know? Yeah. And I think also on the West Coast, you know, reggaeton is not really West Coast Spanish music or Latin music. You know, it's like a very Caribbean. It's very Dominican. It's South American. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's yeah. it's uh, Colombia, South American. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lot of like Caribbean Lat- Latinos, right? Afro-Caribbean mm-hmm. kind yeah. of shit. Uh-huh. And I think on the West Coast, th- there's the lack of like representation yeah, of Latin, it's so traditional Latin music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. you have the banda. Like I feel like yeah. in Cali, like <clears throat> if you put on like a banda song, like uh, like Grupo Feedman or something, people go crazy. But I will say, you know, it's crazy though that I noticed. Um, if you play like uh, like I remember one time I played two Spanish songs in a hip hop club, and like immediately like like management came over and they're like. They're like, this is a hip hop club. Like, turn that shit off. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo preo sola and like, te bote. And I'm like, those are like the two most basic Spanish yeah. songs, you know? I mean, That's weird. Yeah, that, because those are very mainstream. So that'd be kind of weird. They'll probably fucking with you. I mean, I can understand though if it's like strictly hip hop and they want it to be strictly hip hop yeah. and you knew that going in, then yeah. like I could see maybe where they have a little bit of ground to stand on. But those would be like songs that I would test the waters if they're going to like right. Spanish music, you know, stuff that's super mainstream, like Yo Pereo Sola. Like, yeah, who it's like. Don't know that song. <laughs> Bad Bunny. That's all. That's that running joke on online now. Yeah. Play some Bad Bunny. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I feel like so. Yeah. I got a question. What's up? What is your background? Because you speak fluent ass Spanish on your Twitch stream, and like, uh, no, I don't, because I don't speak fluent Spanish. You, you were speaking some Spanish on. Uh, I mean, I could speak Spanish, but I'm not fluent. Like, I can't converse <laughs> with you and like go off like no. Oh, okay, because you, you were like speaking like you were speaking some Spanish. I was like, oh shit, she speaks Spanish. No, yeah, so I'm not fluent. I do know Spanish kind of. Because even even at, the way you say like reggaeton, you're like you're, you're saying it like you know, you know a little a little you know spicy. Funny? This you know is like one of those things in my life that is funny. Okay, so I'm mixed. <laughs> Spanish, Mexican, French, Hawaiian. So basically, I feel like if I don't say it with an accent, I sound real white and just Boo- it doesn't like, sound right. Want to be bougie? But like- if I say it, you know, kind of like a Latino would say it, I sound like a little bit like I'm not because I'm not that like Mexican. So it's just it's a weird thing. But I just decided to go with that side because it feels too weird to say it really white, like well, oh you- reggaeton, you know? Yeah, just, yeah. Well, you say you say it like a newscaster who speaks Spanish would say it, right? Right. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah I guess. So, so, so they'd be like, uh, "Today we're reporting from La Bodega." You know, that, like, <laughs> yeah. they'll say it like, <laughs> with, like <laughs> <'Cause> Telemundo. <laughs> it just feels too weird to not say, especially some words that really sound bad, like like not saying it with an accent. So, yeah. Like for example, reggaeton. That just sounds weird to say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or I don't mind saying reggaeton. Say it. Or if I say, well, see, but yeah, like, but you're not like Mexican right, at all, right, so right. it sounds so okay. like normal. Yeah. Whereas people often think I'm just Mexican in general, or sometimes depending on how I do my makeup, they'll think I'm Filipina or something. Yeah, I get Filipino a couple different a ones. Wait, what? What is? What is your background again? It's French, Sp- Spanish, Mexican. So literally, like Spain, yeah, Mexican, Spain. French, and Hawaiian. And Hawaiian. Yeah. So um, wait, yeah. that's a that's a that's a crazy that's a pretty interesting <laughs> that's a blend. Big mix, yeah. Yeah. yeah, my mom is French one and my dad is Spanish Mexican. So it's just funny cuz <laughs> like like I said people sometimes depending on my makeup it's really I feel like the indicator. Oh, really? They'll think I'm <laughs> some sort of Asian or not at all, like mm-hmm. I'm more Mexican or some type of Latin, but they're not mm-hmm. quite sure what, <laughs> you know? So yeah, that's just like always been something weird. I'm like, man, I don't So especially if I start saying stuff with a little bit of an accent, 
people start going off in Spanish and talking to me. I'm like, ah, I don't speak it like that. My bad. <laughs> See, then like, I think you got to dumb down your accent a little bit, you know, know because the accent like, implies the mi- like, you know what, what I'm saying? Exa- you're right. It does. But what's the middle ground there? <laughs> like if I don't say reggaeton or reggaeton, what's yeah. the middle ground there? How do I say it then? That's tough. No, yeah. because, because sometimes like I can speak certain words in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So I'll like reply in Spanish and then, you know, a motherfucker go off and be like, you know, they'll like, and I'll be like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> Un poquito, Seriously. Yeah, and it's funny on Twitch, I've learned a lot of just greetings in different languages because you get people from all over the world. Yeah, yeah. This is somebody coming in from like, you know, France or from wherever the fuck. You know, I just like to start learning just greetings. Oh, hi, how are you? Like, welcome or whatever, you know, so. Yeah. Maybe if I've even done that, people might think you speak that language. I'm like, nah, I just know the greeting. <laughs> but so, yeah. I, I got a question. I want to change the subject really quick. What's that? And I want to talk about, and I'm wondering if this is the same group chat that Tina T talked about. Yes. There's, there's a, yes, it is. Yeah. There's a women DJs group chat. Oops. Yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what what is it called? So it's called Vegas's Finest. So it's only Las Vegas women DJs yeah. in this group chat. I think I'm. I think I muted it. Yes, but <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, because sometimes like people just be going off on there and all kinds of things that I'm like, you know, there's two types of people in the world where you can either leave, leave that red bubble that says you have notifications, like three thousand of them. Yeah, or you can't even have one. I'm the one that can't even have one. There's, so I'm like, there's a lot I'm of. Conver- I will say I'm there's a lot of conversations. Yeah, in there, so you do have to like. Wait, how many people are in that? Um, they, it was 20, so much that they like they oh, have to more? make a second one. What? Yeah, because they they ended up like. Yeah, so there's like two group chats, and then if you have something going on, you have to post them in both. Can we because talk about this? They started. They started like um, bringing in, you know, the LA DJs, and then it just started being like people were inviting wow. other girls. So it's just a bunch of female DJs, mm-hmm. and then um, I would and love. Yeah, and so I would love I like to be. A, a secret <laughs> society. Just for like one week, I would just love to see what's, what's in there. No, I don't even think it gets used that. Much. Well, I did mute it, but it doesn't get used that much. I but feel like, like it's just a bunch honest, of like. Oh, now you muted it. No, That's I will, why. No, I will. <laughs> Not because I didn't like. Like it was literally because if I didn't, um, you know, when you open up, it tells. It looks like you've read it. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to open it right now because I can't respond. But also, I can't stand having a notification bubble. So let me mute this shit so I just don't know that this is happening because yeah. otherwise, like it's it just bugs me. I like it thinking about it like let me turn off that red button let me open it up because <laughs> you know, people but. like it's it's actually it helped me a lot because i remember when it got started like i had just started djing and so um people like give out gigs if they need someone to cover mm-hmm. uh people have yeah, had that's di- definitely part people of it. had discussions i don't know if you remember this but like someone brought up um a rate they're like i feel like pe- right now clubs only want to pay you x amount mm-hmm. and then people started like discussing rates like well, well here i get paid x amount you know um, so there are a lot of discussions and then pe- people have like gigs, they invite, you know, oh, if anyone wants to come through, I have this going on. So I could see how like the notifications can get annoying because people will be like, oh, I could do this day or like we try to get meetups together. And so there's a lot of like activity on it. Mm-hmm. Um, hold yeah, on, no, I've seen. <laughs> no, no, she was, you, were, you were just talking about the content of it. I know, yeah. I was waiting for someone else to talk. And like, it's really not like juicy or anything. Yeah. I mean, once in a while, there might be something where like it's controversial, you know, yeah. but I don't think it's anything like <laughs> it's not juicy. But weren't you guys doing like a, like dinners and stuff? We at were, one point? Yeah, yeah, we were before the pandemic. I feel like then, I remember seeing posts of like. Oh, yeah, before the pandemic. I remember because Tina would host a couple yeah. things too at um, like her, one of her, like she does Airbnb, I think. Rent, rent yeah, she's or, hosted at one of her like 
nice ass like huge houses and like yeah. gotten us like together and stuff mm-hmm. and so it's mainly just like keep in contact and then i don't know i feel like we've all like become like really close off of it too you or know? you just get to know like except other... vtech who has it muted no, no, <laughs> it's, not, V-Tech. it's not for any other reason other like, than like no, 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 she don't want to be barbed she's like yeah, okay, you no, know no, what no. i uh, will say though but vtech <laughs> these, these, i hate you all these bitches I, I, talk too much i got, I got a lot going on right now i don't eat this shit <laughs> VTech will be the first one if you ever need someone to like support you or come through to your gig. Like VTech's the first one to come through. Like she's oh. the first one to make time for. But people. don't ask for help in, in, the, in the group. No, in that chat. like if it's <laughs> she goes you, to text. you gotta hit her direct. <laughs> she still shows up. Okay, she shows no, up. She I, shows I'll up. still read it later after the fact. I'm saying like I mute it just so like it's not going off. Like if they're having a conversation and it's you can keep hearing like a thing thing and I'm like I'll mute it for that. But I'll check it later. Yeah. I'm just saying like she I usually check it after, no, she check it after. It's squashed. I, is like you know done I'm done. I'm gonna plead the fifth on all this right now. Stop talking. <laughs> no, but I, you know, you said, oh, like I'm busy. Sometimes I am busy. I don't have time to like, like respond to things between Twitch now and then in real life at SiriusXM. Like that. Like we have to do a mix every week on SiriusXM, and it's like it gets to be a lot. Like I'm sometimes thinking I'm gonna go insane. Oh, you're on SiriusXM to too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The people you, globalization. People, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so well, you, ha- you guys have to make a mix every week? Every single week. And I'm on for almost six years, so every week for that. For long. an hour. For, for an, an hour? hour? Mix. Yeah. yeah, hour mix. Like doing the weekly mix, right? Mm-hmm. What do you guys get out of it? Like, is it mostly for like presence or like, you know. It's just cool to be Exposure? on Exposure? Like, I mean, yeah, your name's there. Like, it's Pitbull's globalization. I've got to open for Pitbull a few times yeah. now okay. because of that. So, you know, it's just. Like, it's just something else to add to your resume. Like, yeah. oh, I was on SiriusXM for, you know, five And a lot of people do have, outside of just, like, terrestrial radio, a lot of people have the SiriusXM app. So I'll get a lot of people that hit me up that have listened to it in the gym. Yeah, I've had people, like, yeah, like, in, you know, in their cars or whatever. Like, it's pretty dope. And, like, I get retweets on it sometimes. Can you, so, yeah. can you talk on it or no? Not at, uh, with mine, I don't know. I think everyone's different. But mine has a host. So okay. I oh, I don't have, have a host to, on mine. I just yeah. I'll drop a vocal drop. I even started adding, which like, I like that about on. yours. Like you, you actually insert your own your um, new verses. She's adding on like remixes. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll like you'll like Yo, you'll, with the venom 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 venom. <laughs> you'll like introduce yourself. Start off with a rap and then play yeah. a song. <laughs> <laughs> but like she'll she'll do like <laughs> every time I get this, like, every time this, every time this. Oh my gosh! And it's funny that you pulled that one up because that was literally a contest. Like I actually had like songs, but it was like it was just yeah, funny. But like I'll listen there's some of the mixes sometimes it'll actually be her talking and doing her own breaks and oh, I wish okay. I had that confidence to do that but she does you it really do. well you, you do you do, you do. Like, everybody it's does so great like, you have a good radio. voice yeah, yeah. you, do. you so do you just have to like just do it and then just put it in there and then you already you nailed it yeah. <laughs> you know but to answer your question though like honestly He's like, all, I'm to just me, imagining like <laughs> driving down the road and just hearing this this remix of VTech just going off I hate you guys there's no remixes Hold up! Hold up! That's funny. <laughs> Wait, did you what, like? Did you end up winning that Buster? Uh, I did. Company? He chose. Well, when he did that contest, you, there's actually a video too where it shows him watching them, and so it's cool when he watches mine. You can see him watching mine, and he turns back to his but he's all, "She killed it!" I was like, "Yeah!" Aww. So he ended up picking like four winners. He was supposed to be a winner, but he picked four, and. um this was like 10 years ago. I don't even remember what the clout was like once you win. It wasn't anything crazy. But uh, yeah, I won 
that. And then I remember recording the Look At Me Now, his part thing online, because people were just into the fast rapping thing. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just something that people started associating me with. Like, oh, she raps really fast, but I'm not a rapper. So (laughs) I like to rap, but I'm not a rapper. That was just something fun to do. I feel like, so like we were talking about how multi-talented you are. Well, and then, you. and you were even saying earlier how like you know your brain moves faster than sometimes then you can like spit it out you know and, and, and talk about it yeah it's almost like to a fault <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm actually wondering because the same thing is kind of with me where I overthink and I overanalyze a lot of shit I'm mm-hmm. like does that ever get in the way of your DJing ever um yeah that's when I start drinking so then it's easier it numbs it it <laughs> kind of dumbs it down does a it little slow yeah. you down a little bit yeah. so that you don't um think too much you start thinking too much and it's like you're thinking too much. You know what I mean? It's just not going to flow. So let me just get a drink if I start overanalyzing shit or wondering this about that, especially on Twitch streams when I'm... There's, you know, like, you're not going to have a fantastic stream every time. And sometimes you start overthinking stuff or just kind of your mind somewhere else. Same thing happens in the club sometimes, whatever. So it's, It could be drinks. something just as small as, like, maybe two to three songs that you didn't really love the combination of. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and I'm just like weird about it. I'm losing the vibe that I want. And then yeah. you kind of like get frustrated mm-hmm. and then you go maybe to pop or you go like, let me just try to please everyone. Yeah. And then you're like, I hate that I'm pleasing everyone. And then you're just kind of overanalyzing your shit. Yeah. So like, exactly. I'm, so you right? start drinking and I feel like yeah. you just lose that weird thought process because yeah, sometimes you start, let me go play something that's comfortable so that I can get this crowd back or, yeah. Maybe I didn't even lose them in the first place. It's all in my head. Or it's stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you start... And that's usually the case. <laughs> it's yeah. just all in our even head. Even on Twitch, mm-hmm. like last night specifically, I was playing an all-hip-hop set. And, um, you know, I was playing. And on Twitch, you can kind of get away with experimenting a little more because mm-hmm. there's no dance floor. So you sometimes I'll drop tracks that I haven't even listened to yet. I just, you know, because I want to, like, play them. And you still know how to play tracks. But if it maybe was, like, a weird remix and you're like... It's kind of like weird or too much, you know, some of those remixes that they were making lately. Or there's lately. like weird, weird dead air in the middle of the song sometimes. Like, yeah. yeah so that's when I'm like, feel compelled to get on the mic. But uh, something like you noticed that one time I said something random. That's just what Twitch is about. I feel like. And sometimes you don't even need to fill the air. Subconsciously, you think you do because you're thinking like a club. But really, they're just listening to music. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just have a couple shots. You're good. <laughs> At least for me. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I was I was thinking the same thing because I would do that on Twitch where I'd be like, I love the first twenty minutes of what I do. I play like three songs, and I'm like, oh, I'm not really feeling where the direction of this is going. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like I lose five to ten viewers. Oh, that's another thing. I you never know? look at how many people are you watching. Don't do the, never. You don't do that. I'll and, look after the the average stream numbers, but during it, I never look. And I ask people. Well, I told my mods never tell me. Once in a while, people will mention in the chat, oh, there's like this many people in here right now. Yeah. But generally speaking, I never look because I don't want it to change how I'm DJing. I'm having yeah. a good time doing what I want to do. And if I start going on a different, you know, route, some people might not like it and some people love it. I don't want to like decide it. If I like it, I'm on Twitch. I'm on my own channel. People can, people didn't pay to come here. Yeah, yeah. They can leave. It's not a club where people paid. And I mean, they that's hear. the point of having Twitch. You can exactly. do whatever you want to do. 100%. Well, like I, I've done guests like Twitches for people. And I've, I've gone on their, like, page or, like, I don't know, yeah, their, their Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. And I've done, like, their stream. And they've been like, you know, like, oh, it was good. We got, we got at least one or two hype trains, so that's good. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, do you, are you judging, like, the sets on <laughs> how many hype trains you get? Nah. Like, nah, they don't do that, nah. Because nah. nah. I've done a couple of guests also, like, other streams. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, it's good for them. It's like, yo, that's dope. You get a hype train? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, even... I, I was like, damn, man, maybe, maybe I could have gotten another hype train. Nah. Like, I could have nah, gotten nah, three. Nah, 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 yeah. nah. 
<laughs> I was like, let me try next time. I'll get like three hype chains for you. I'm sorry about that. Like, Which was that one stream where you were like crawling on your floor? Oh my god! Do you remember? Why, why you gotta bring up this shit? <laughs> I'm just V-tech, saying. Vtech, don't freestyle for us. <laughs> no, I, was, I think that was Instagram Live. That was Instagram Live. Yeah, oh, no, I was just, I was yeah. asking why though. Why were you? What you, what you think? Because <laughs> I, I saw it on, on, I saw it, and I was just wondering. Like, I was why making were... fun of EDM guys. So when they have to jump, like kind of rise up from the DJ booth. To do their entrance, <laughs> they have to crawl or they have to hide. Oh, so that they can like make their big entrance because yeah. they can't be seen walking up to it. But I'm in my kitchen, so you just saw me. <laughs> so like when I was doing the IG live, yeah. right? I was just like, let me make fun of the EDM guys. So I crawled to the kitchen and then I rose up like. <laughs> and that was the that was the like the, the DJ of, god that you are. Yeah. you just rose. I was up. just like yeah, like I've appeared out of the kitchen. <laughs> Here I am, everyone. But I was also drunk, so I was just like, you know, I, I was just making fun of that shit. Yeah, you didn't get it. You just thought no, I was I so saw, fucked up. I saw it, like, because you made, like, a compilation of it. Like, it was just a quick couple, like, highlights. I, I didn't make any compilation I don't. I it. saw a compilation okay, of it. Okay, someone made a compilation of it. Because I, I would never have reposted that shit. There's shit, there's shit that I did on that IG stream that, that like... IG live that I'm like yo why did I do that that was crazy oh my gosh I feel like m- not every DJ but most DJs especially ones who drink which is most of us um, have done some ridiculous stuff on streams oh, or stuff that we're like I know yeah I know. I've seen it you guys have all seen it a lot I've of us seen DJs. It. I've so, dropped speakers I book speakers like I would like knock it down and I'd be like in the middle of the stream I'm like fuck man I know it's like I want to go back and like race that stream real quick one time I was going through something and I, I remember too like this has nothing to do with really drinking, but I remember I was like really sad about something. I was like, I'm a stream because it's going to put me in a good mood. I actually thought like, because usually once I start playing and I see all like my friends, you know, it's yeah. like, cool, I'm in, a, I'm in a good mood. But I was like standing there DJing and I'm like on the verge of tears and I'm like, oh God, this is not going to end well. And so then like somebody writes one thing like, you okay? And I'm like, boo hoo. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to just end the stream. We're not reading anybody. Goodbye. I had to make sure and go erase that stream real quick because I don't want nobody seeing some weird right. shit. Probably the same thing if I did something totally dumb, drunk or whatever, like knocking something over or like maybe saying something I wouldn't normally yeah. say. So yeah, Yo, the, that happened to me in like multiple streams where I almost like. That's why you don't want to stream. I don't right? want to stream. You, you like would wild out. Now I don't go on if I'm not feeling that type of way. That mm. time though was my first time where I was like, oh, it's gonna put me in a good mood. Mm. It didn't. Instead, I was just like watery eyes. You know, and when somebody asks you what's wrong, that's when the it makes waterworks it worse. start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like if someone like hugs you. But no, so I was like, one of my questions was that like. Well, first of all, you got engaged recently. I did. Congratulations. So congratulations. Yes. Like, do you see? I keep looking at your rock. Like, as you're talking. Yes, iced out. It's like, it's like. Very iced out. I need my sunglasses. Like, <laughs> I'm just like. I know. Wait, that's eyes. the engagement ring? Yeah. yeah What's the wedding that. ring going to look like? That looked like, a, that looked like an NBA championship <laughs> ring. What is that? <laughs> Show the camera real quick. Yeah, yeah, the camera. Like, Ooh, that like that's Dodgers. all I'm looking at wow. as she's talking. That's I'm just the Dodgers World Series ring. You guys are cracking me up. No, congratulations. That's dope. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so my man, <laughs> I'm I was going to say, so, say something fucked up though. No, say, let me hear it. Go ahead. Say, I better not see on the train at 2 a.m. I might, I might cut that. I might have to <laughs> cut, cut that, that, finger finger off. that finger off to get that ring. Knocked out. Just like, um, you don't need this you, bitch. You, like, you wake up like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going home tonight. You ain't going home with this tonight, bitch. <laughs> Let's say hopefully I 
have been drinking that night, so my hands are fuzzy. Ain't no trains in Vegas, though, so that won't happen. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking any trains out on Vegas, for sure. Oh, man. Catch, catch uh, the monorail. Yeah, he um he proposed in July, but he's been on tour like all year. So I really haven't seen him. We haven't even started wedding planning yet. He's um he's an audio engineer. He's with on tour with her right now. You know, the army. Oh, artist dope. Oh, yeah. nice. oh, wow. But she's been like nonstop working so much. I'm like, bitch, do you take a break? Like, damn, <laughs> I'm trying to see my man. Seriously, see it's my been man. like, yeah, like it was kind of getting like that before the pandemic because he had been working with her already for about a year. Uh-huh. And then the pandemic hit and he was home all the time. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. And then like once she started up again, man, she did Super Bowl, Saturday Night ask, Live, Grammys. Did he not, do Super Bowl with her? Yeah, yeah. he That's did. That's incredible. Yeah, he does. Anywhere she's at, he's there because he's her front of house engineer. How did they link up? Um. Well, he's been in the game for a long time. I met him through Jordan Sparks because I was DJing for her. For and her MCing, tours. right? And MCing, yeah. yeah. And um, he was her front of house engineer and tour manager. So that's how we met. And so... But he had already, and he had been working with her for 10 years. And um, being in the industry, I mean, he's worked with everybody like Alicia Keys and Jonas Brothers and all these people. So wow. being in the industry, you know, people know him, he knows other people. So when an opportunity arises, which is what happened with her, somebody's like, yo, Mike, you want to get on this camp? And, and, it, and it's all word of mouth, right? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Just, you know, if you're a good engineer or whatever your thing that you do is, whether you're a monitor engineer or like stage tech or something lighting, lighting. Yeah. yeah you um because he was with charlie puth for a while too before that mm. and um, i remember the lighting guy was super dope he's a good friend of ours now too but yeah people who are just really good at their job i'm sure people take notice and then when an opportunity arises that's like my dream job that's i want to just be known for doing something well and just being behind the scenes and never having to like and it's just word of mouth yeah so yeah. everyone's like we need someone for this and be like you gotta call crooked yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean 100% yeah. that so is a cool that's flex your, that's your fiance right yeah no he's he's cool that's and dope. he's super humble he's like long hair beard he's like you know he's just like chill as fuck and super humble and like yeah, yeah he's a great guy that's a dream so wait, he's an audio engineer for mostly live events live music yeah Mm. Yeah, that's great. Because it's funny because I'll teach him a thing or two on like Ableton and stuff because he uses Logic if he is in doing anything production wise. But he's a live music engineer, yeah. So it's much different when like if I'm producing a track and and like I need to like try to master it. He's awesome because he knows what the hell he's talking about. But it is I never knew how different those two mm-hmm. worlds are when you're mixing someone live. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. or just mastering a track, mixing yeah. mastering a track, which he knows how to do as well. But he's it's definitely a different type of yeah the environment has a lot to do with it and how the sound 100%. bounces around and 100%. shit yeah 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 because every venue is different whether you're in an arena like a stadium mm-hmm. an amphitheater whatever you know wow. makeshift space for something it yeah. all makes a big difference that's a rare fucking talent to yeah. be honest yeah as we say, well those are also jobs like we don't think of you know yeah. like totally. if we're not in the industry we're like oh yeah you need there's, a person for that yeah there's a systems tech a guy who literally is like mathematics he's in the space figuring out where the like delay towers go and all that stuff like there's mm. all these jobs I, that I never noticed in live music until I was with him and just things like you know when you're at a venue and either it sounds great or it doesn't sound good I yeah. never thought about the audio engineer I just thought the space just sounds shitty yeah. now I know yeah, yeah. it has a lot to do with the audio <clears throat> engineer you know well, back in the day, wasn't it all on the conductors? Because there would be a delay in, in the orchestra. Right. He would know where certain sections of the orchestra would be, and he would know that like certain sounds would be delayed. Yeah. So it was up to him and his timing to keep the tempo and bring them in at the right time. Oh, damn, that's insane. Because now they have delay towers for that. So like mm-hmm. they just yeah. they program a milliseconds apart. But a national whatever. conductor who's keeping the time. That's insane. 
That was yeah. His. They would hear and they would know how certain instruments would hit certain parts of the room late. Oh, wow. So that's, that's why they were important. <laughs> they were keeping one beat for one side like this, and then another beat for them, and then be like, "Now you come in." That's insane yeah. planning. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So basically, you can go to any her show you want anytime right. you want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm jealous. Well, you know. If I really wanted to go, yes, but it's not as easy as you think because a lot of times it's really tight. Like they keep like, um, you know, it's tight. If I want to go, yes, but it's like I can't just like bring a whole crew. People, people are like, oh, I want to go to that show because definitely I have people who hit me up like, hey, so um, how you doing, VTech? Right. <laughs> Mike's doing that her show in Hollywood Bowl this weekend, right? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I already know what's coming next, but it's not easy to get tickets yeah. like that. Um, but if you want to go, you can I hang go. out in the audio booth. Yeah, with him like I went, I visit him often. Um, when he was on tour with Charlie, um, I would go sometimes ride the bus with them and stuff too, just to kind of bebop around and go see him. It's been a little bit more difficult now because I'm busy with Twitch, yeah. and um, I like to stay consistent as possible. And so I don't get to go out as much. But if I wanted to go and see a show where he's at and she's you know performing, then yes, yeah, I can go to any any yeah. of the shows. So you guys like nice. both don't have like quote unquote like normal. Definitely lifestyles, not. right? Like that's the like, only way it would work because my ex boyfriends, um, great guys, but they had like a normal job, you know, and so they just w- it would never work because they don't get the type of mentality as far as when I'm sitting there staring at my computer for seven hours, I'm working. I'm not just being on the computer. Things like that. Yeah, somebody mm. might not understand. Whereas he, <coughs> is he completely understands. Complete because yeah. we'll, we'll be in silence sitting there for like six hours yeah. on our computers, you know, working, and it's just like. Duh. <laughs> Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Nobody feels pressured to hang out with one another. We're both busy. We both get it. It sucks sometimes, like, the time apart. But, um, you know, it works. It's like we just get it. So you can't... Do you DJ with your ring on? Because that's I got, huge. It I got to used to it. Away, right? it, was, it Nodia was, is, like, obsessed with I know, with right? Nodia is going to You know Keep so talking funny. about that ring. Okay, because okay, I had an engagement <laughs> ring, and I'm like, you know what? Like, next time, I'm just going to get a band. And then now I'm, like, looking at your ring, and I'm like, no. <laughs> at, first, at first, it was weird because I'm not... Um, I'm kind of tomboyish. I don't really wear too much jewelry. Like, once in a while, I'll wear something like this, you know, or whatever. But generally speaking, I don't really wear much jewelry, especially not something, like, that's kind of big and... <laughs> bulky, it's but, huge. Flashy. But um, but I got used to it because I was like, I'm gonna have to get used to it. Like, right. you, you know, so I got I got used to it. It was awkward at first, especially going to sleep with it on because if I don't sleep with it on, I will lose it. If I start putting it down on a dresser oh, yeah. here and there, it's gone. I have two cats. It'll get flipped <laughs> around. It's gone forever. So I just keep it on unless I'm doing something real like like nasty, like prepping chicken or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm getting all kinds of nasty up in there. Or do, like, do, has the time apart with uh, you and your fiance been hard, or has it actually been kind of like? No, it's hard. It's, it's hard. definitely really hard. But um, like, I just I get it. You know, it sucks. He hates it too when it's really like long periods of time. I like it more when it's sp- like spurts, like two weeks. Got to go do this thing. Comes back for a couple of days, leaves again for a few days, whatever. But lately, because she's been so busy, it's a lot longer. So it's difficult, but we make it happen. I mean, we make it work. I'll go visit him where he's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Atlanta recently. I had a gig in Houston. I went from Houston to Atlanta, stayed a few days, and then came home. So we kind of make it work, and he definitely tries to come home if he has a little bit of a couple days off. So, yeah. yeah I, I feel like that, like, the um, separation, like, makes relationships work better. For some reason. Oh, because you miss each other and stuff? Yeah, because I don't think you get to miss... Have you seen that Chris Rock uh, stand-up, Tambourine? Yeah. He says, like, yo, like, my my dad and my mom genuinely missed each other mm-hmm. because, like, 
they didn't communicate for like during the day when they were at work for like 10 yeah. hours yeah mm-hmm. so you had something to come home and talk about yeah so he yeah. would come home and talk but he's like now with texts you know what they're and doing like, every second of the day and social media <laughs> it's like you didn't see my social media post like nah I didn't yeah. see it like I have to like well, you better not have because you didn't like it yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah like how come you didn't like my post yeah, exactly. like what you do today you yeah, saw what I did today yeah, 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 it was on my Instagram yeah yeah nah I will say because I moved to Vegas and I when I moved here from LA I was engaged and like I was like, oh, this that's what I thought. I was like, oh, like you get time to miss each other. Like we would see each other on the weekends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now that actually was like way worse because when you're apart from the person, I feel like, um, well, in my relationship, not in my, but just like it, it gave me time to think of like I don't think this is like it, you know. Like when I had that time apart, I was yeah, like, I, I don't think, think if you're this is it, you know. <laughs> If you're I obviously, like, I'm not fucking engaged anymore. So yeah, no, but I'm N- saying Nudie like, was wilding out in Vegas. That's why I, just, yeah, I, I don't think this is it. She was like, I she was at the rhino, rhino, like every she other was night. Topless DJing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like maybe if you already were kind of on the outs with your significant other, yeah. that might happen for sure, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, I like Mike is super dope. Like we have a great relationship. When he was home from for the pandemic, that was fucking awesome. We were together every day, and I don't get tired of him. And so, um. Even though he's gone, I still feel like we keep a really close connection. Yeah. Um. I'm. I don't know if it's one specific thing, but it's like a con, you know a combination of all things that we do to stay connected. So, yeah, it works for us. I'm not necessarily sure if that's like the formula for, for every everyone. relationship. Yeah, that's true. I don't but, know. Yeah. Like, I think it's dope to miss somebody. It is. I agree. Dope. Like, it is dope. Like, it's Absolutely. painful, but like you miss that pain a little bit. But yeah. when you have that pain, you it kind of like it's a validation. It's validating that it means that. something. I actually missed this yeah. motherfucker, right? Yeah, so if you feel that, then it's a good thing. Because if you don't yeah. feel that, some people right. are like, yeah, Bye, yeah, no, no, yeah. she's gone. That's, that's how I knew. Because then, like, I would, my, I it would be, miss this it would be my happy, you, <laughs> yo, D, you, you met my ex, you met my, but like, yeah. when he would come, those are like my happy weekends. And then it started to turn into like, when he would come, like, those were like my boring weekends. Oh, like, she's like, dude, I gotta be all good this weekend. He's gonna be in here this weekend. Like, damn, I can't go. That's when you knew it was over. I can't go see D at LAX or like, fuck it, wherever. Did it take your fiance um, time to get adjusted to dating someone that's in the public eye? You know, I will give him a lot of credit in that regard because I never really thought about that being a thing. But like I I um not like being in the public eye, but more I'm out at clubs, bunch of dudes mm-hmm. is like that's what DJs yeah. a lot of dudes, right. you know, right. uh, giving hugs to everybody. And um, so a friend's boyfriend said like, oh, man, your man must be really secure because like, you know, like just because the nature of my job and I'm out doing all these parties you're events. surrounded by so many guys all the time exactly yeah. and it's like I gotta give him credit he, he doesn't give me a hard time at all once in a while you know mm-hmm. it'll like you know come up but it's never been like an issue so I give him credit in that regard it hasn't really been anything like that but I'm also like respectful like I don't really I'm not like out looking like I'm Single. being too much or yeah. like yeah. I'm out there with like titties out you know whatever yeah. <laughs> again no titties to have out but if I had some like you know I don't know I just try to be respectful in that regard yeah. um, <laughs> but um, yeah I don't know it just works like I feel like we have a, a pretty cool like I don't know we just get each other so whatever we're yeah. feeling like we just fill in the gaps or like make it work like I don't know mm-hmm. it doesn't cool. have like a it doesn't feel it feels effortless I would say that's, a, yeah. that's good yeah. and he, but it needs to be secure you know cause like yeah. I'm sure, like, you know, on your phones, like, if 
agents are hitting you or booking people like if a normal dude was to look at your phone they see like all these guy names yeah i thought about that too i was like you yeah, know yeah, like he's like who's who's uh crooked never jamie <laughs> D, you know but it's like no like those are just that's just the nature of your job you know but yeah. what i was saying was that like during the it seemed like during the pandemic like at a time that was you know horrible for a lot of people and i'm sure like you went through your own shit but like your career really took off and then it seemed like it didn't hurt your love life too you no, know, it was awesome because he was home and you know honestly all we did all summer was go on the lake lake mead like <laughs> three times a week it was like best slash worst summer because it was bad for a lot of other people like with literally people were dying yeah. so that's horrible i don't want to take anything from that but for for us it was great because we got to hang out so much which mm-hmm. we'll never get that much time in a row right. like together um and we were on the lake and it was just fun and then with twitch that was cool at first it sucked because like all djs were like the fuck are we gonna do <laughs> you know yeah this is before the live streaming thing and you were like literally making zero income for the most part and it's like all right um let me figure some out because you know we didn't know how much longer this was gonna happen now that it started really getting like into months um and so i lost my train of thought what were we talking about no she was just saying how like for a lot of people it was the worst time yeah so but i feel like you, eventually it, was, yeah. it ended up being a really good thing yes because yeah. twitch you know that whole thing and then it kind of i think even introduced me more to sujit i knew sujit in the past but um i did a guest set on scam and it was after that that he kind of was like like would you be interested in being on scam or whatever you know and so that was cool because it kind of put me into that you know atmosphere and I, you just get to know more people i got to know many more djs that you wouldn't otherwise mm-hmm. you know yeah we know a lot of djs but we don't know a lot of djs you right. like i'm mm-hmm. quote i don't know if you can see me on camera i guess but yeah quote unquote no because you know names but it's cool because like now i feel like i got to know more djs personalities because you can watch them and then yeah i don't know so overall i feel like it was a good thing like i feel like for everything dj related i, I think what the pandemic did what it also it, it kind of depending on what kind of person you are it, it made it forced you to do certain things that maybe was out of your comfort zone. So for a lot of people who maybe, um, <clears throat> for example, if a person is reliant on one skill and they rely on that one skill for the for the for the bulk of their life, and it's taken away, how how do they react to that? Mm-hmm. True. Whereas someone who has built multiple skills throughout their lifetime. And has like really had kind of a good routine of learning and learning stuff and learning new stuff and and being like able to kind of adapt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are the people who kind of thrived and did well. Yeah, like not having all your eggs in one basket. Like if you DJ and you were a badass DJ and always getting booked and all of a sudden, but that's all you did. And then it got taken away from you because yeah, the but it's kind of like if you're if you're a DJ and you only know how to DJ, but you have no studio or audio background, or you're not fluent in in graphic design or this or that, mm-hmm. it can be a real struggle to start to jump on Definitely. Twitch. Yeah, Definitely. you have to ask for a lot of favors. People pay a lot of people. Pay a lot stuff. of people. You know, so it, it really just kind of it's one of those things that I saw. Like you have to kind of be open to learning and teaching yourself new shit all the time. Hundred percent. Otherwise, you're always going to be kind of like behind, left behind a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So even even with me, like I learned how to live stream. I learned to Twitch. I don't really enjoy Twitch that much, 
You know what I'm saying? But at so least like, you learned it and you got to like. Yeah. But I learned yeah. it. Like I had literally have no regrets. But what it did was it, it made me just kind of like, you know, step up some of the camera angles for the show and like yeah, for yeah. the podcast. And it made me, you know, upgrade some of the some art. some stuff out stuff. of it that you take with you to other I definitely, yeah. yeah. That, that I can, you know, I could pretty much, you know, it, it definitely helped me a lot. But it helped me focus on other things because I was like, oh, let me work on these other projects. So I, I stayed busy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I noticed that a lot. And uh, for, for me, I think everyone was kind of forced to get out of their comfort zone. So I think it was good. Yeah. Because even the guys that, even the DJs who are good at one thing, they had to do something else. Yeah. yeah. You know Otherwise, you're saying? just going to yeah. sit there with your thumb up your ass. Like, you're not going to do nothing. So or, they, really had to, or even so, like, some of them you know hit me up and they're like i had to get a real job and i'm like there's nothing wrong with that exactly man. like a lot of people i know a lot mm-hmm. of djs like especially ones in town got it's funny how we call it real jobs you know but like yeah, yeah a job that has hours and you have like a manager yeah. kind of thing like yeah. a nine to five a nine to five, nine to five yeah. yeah because i mean you got to make money people have families too like luckily i have no children or anything like that so yeah. i didn't have that issue or that i don't want to say burden but kind of because when you need to feed your family like you're gonna start you right. gotta hustle hustle mine was um a little less uh urgent because i didn't have like that whole thing going on, but many DJs have full on families. So I can imagine how stressful that must have been. And then, so like, it's, you know, you gotta get stressful. a nine to five or it's something. It's super stressful because it's like, all right, like I can take this chance and, and try to do a Twitch and try to bank on my creative and slowly build this thing for a month because you gotta build it for a yeah. month. For sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But in that month, longer, if, really. Yeah, it's you like, still not made but it if you have a family and you got a wife and kids or like a husband and kids, and it's like a month sacrifice is a lot for income that's needed yeah. to keep to, to run the household yeah. right mm-hmm. so a lot of people who did that you know i think they banked on it and i think i i haven't seen anyone not do well do you know what i'm or saying or maybe we just didn't see the people who didn't do well right they kind of like went into hiding or something yeah but the but people even, that were consistent seems like for the most part they did well, yeah but right? even my boys who got a job right mm-hmm. they still have that job and now they're juggling their job and dj gigs you so know what i'm they, saying yeah. so now they have like this occupation or that they have as well as their career and they're like well i had so much free time like i didn't know i could juggle both of that shit so now yeah. they have like a double income coming in and which is cool because yeah. it's, yeah. it's yeah. an up, upgrade really because i mean especially if they like the job that they're at yeah like, and just like you took. it gives them the freedom to pick what gigs they want to do mm-hmm. and that's really what's important is that you get to pick what gigs you want and you can kind of step away and be like i don't know i don't really need to do that no more yeah you know and uh i think that freedom is Invaluable. And I think a lot of motherfuckers went through that through the past year. You they, know? They yeah, needed we, that. We've though. all went through yeah. a whole spectrum of emotions oh and like yeah. just situations. And I think everybody, like you said, has come out better for it uh, yeah. in some way or another, whether you stuck with that. Whether thing they, that you whether they up. had a horrible year and they learned some exactly. shit. Yeah. They yeah. learned something and they got out of their comfort zone. And I think everyone kind of became stronger, a little hope knock on wood, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. But, it's funny, yeah. like even with the graphic design stuff, like I learned so much more. I already knew a lot, but I feel like because I was always trying to one up my own streams, I was like, man, what else could I do? Because um, just I would see people kind of doing the same things I was doing. So then I was like, okay, I want to do something cooler to have yeah. something different. And I learned so much more about it that I would not have otherwise known. And in the beginning, I'm not going to lie, I literally cried and sobbed a few times because it was so frustrating to learn everything, <laughs> Twitch or just stream related. And I would literally like, ball like <laughs> why can't i grow my twitch i'd call my parents and can you guys please watch my stream i had like seven people in there like just so i have viewers like so i can get affiliate so i call my sister like or i have a family group chat i'm like you guys just 
you don't have to watch just turn it on just leave it on yeah leave it on yes yeah because like I would see my peers doing so well too and I'm like fuck what am I doing wrong that's such a mind fuck right it is such a mind fuck when you have like and you know you're good you know you know what I'm saying like you have all this confidence but at the same time you're like questioning your shit yeah it's just like you know it it was rough at first and it took more than a month I would say like two or three months to really kind of start getting like that like consistent numbers yeah and still not even that many but like People were coming back now. I've seen know? I've seen you build it like, you know, so I, you know, it's crazy because it's, it's you're at like over 200 to 250, maybe 280, close to 300 now. But like I saw you when you were like, you know, averaging 80, 70. And even that even that's good. Like when you have 80, I think when you have over. That's good, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've just been appreciating like the opportunity to play what I want, use the graphic design and meet all these people. It's been cool. So, you know, yes, I'm appreciative for the numbers. But like, like I said, I don't really when I'm on there, try to dwell on that by, because I just, I like what it is right now. It's fun for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever want to like feel like I'm doing it for numbers or whatever. Like, yeah, I want to get paid. Don't get me wrong. And that was another thing you were talking about a hype trains. Oh, does it mean I did good or didn't do good? There's days where I make like no money days where I make really good money. So it's hit and miss. So when I have a bad day, as far as monetarily, I don't even like think about it. Like my stream was bad or something. It's just, it's day to day. People have money on different days. Don't have money. Want to give, don't want to give. You know what I mean? So I've never, like, it's it's just like a roller coaster, you know? It never is um, anything that I feel like I'm doing something wrong. As long as you stay consistent, you kind of just run a good stream. That's another thing. Consistency is key. Right. <laughs> to, mm-hmm. stay, to keep your numbers. Because people will dissipate real quick. Once you start, like, people who leave for a month and try to come back, you'll notice your numbers are probably cut in half. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, consistency. For anybody who streams out there, just stay on it. Even if it's once a week, make sure you're there. That once a you know week. what? I was doing it every Friday and I stopped for uh-huh. like two months. And mm-hmm. that's try to do it again, uh-huh. and the numbers are definitely not the same, right? Just, yeah, yeah. And it's like kind of frustrating. It's like, fuck, why am I gonna continue to do this? Shit? Well, it's like it's like radio, you know, it's like it's even with this podcast. We didn't like we we did every week for four years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of when I look back at the lot. podcast, mm-hmm. you know, putting together a an episode, an hour to I mean, at the time in the beginning, we were recording three hour episodes. Yeah. So there was a point where we were doing three hour episodes every week, mm-hmm. but like doing that for four years straight. And when we took the one month break, I'm like, I need this break because I'm at my wits end. I'm kind of like, yeah. I'm kind of like, I don't want, I feel exhausted. But I feel like after you know? four mm-hmm. years, you have a pretty good following. I feel like yeah. a lot of people who just started maybe six months ago and then they take a hiatus. It's not enough time to have that following. So if you're on for four years and then you take a month or two off, yeah, people are looking forward to you coming back. Yeah, yeah, but and that's the thing. People were saying like, "Why are you taking a break? You're going to lose all your listeners." And I said, "You know what? If if we lose listeners after f- building it for four years, yeah, we are doing something wrong, and we need to revamp regardless." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But with Twitch, I think we did it for six months. It was like I didn't really hit that rhythm or that enjoyable streak of streaming. Yeah, I felt obligated to do it, and I just didn't go back to it. Like mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. didn't, I don't know. Like I've never wanted to be a radio DJ. Mm-hmm. I've never just enjoyed. I really feel like you, you know? kind of missed your calling, though. I do think you would have done like really no. well. I in think radio. I think what really what really the thing I really love about DJing is obviously the music, but it's the interaction with the crowd, the human interaction. So yeah. even if I'm DJing at a restaurant, I'd rather DJ at a restaurant or like a shitty lounge than stream. You know, it's like, it's a See, weird the feeling. I, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, because I do like DJing, like, in real, 
life too like even if it's like a lounge or whatever but i do like streaming because uh i don't know i mean there's a lot of reasons i guess i could list them but i i just feel like i think the number one thing is getting to play whatever i want like that's i've been the like something really cool um whereas you really got to kind of stick to a format in certain venues some venues give you creative freedom Mm -hmm. they're rare i would say um but um yeah i don't know i just feel like but somebody you mentioned something right now saying like a I didn't like it became like kind of a chore or like I don't really want to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I have run into that patch, but I've um I would continue to stream even when it felt like work because it was work for me and right. I felt like staying consistent was building that. Mm-hmm. And so even if I didn't feel like streaming or like I knew I would still have fun once I was doing it, but it's a lot of work. So it was like it does feel like a job and I knew that and like so when people would say that I'm like you're right it does feel like a job, but if um I just wanted to like make it work. So now it's cool because I went over that hump, so it doesn't feel like a job. And right, a lot right. of the groundwork is done because I've done all the graphic design work. Now I just add to it, but all of like the chunky stuff is kind of done. So it's, I mean, it's optimized, it's streamlined now. Like you've kind of built it to where like the formula is there. Like all, yeah, all you the could parts it now. Them. Yeah, yeah. So it's, now it's like a smooth running machine. Yeah. yeah, like for example, I'm doing this week like Halloween stream. So that was a bit of work because I I'm dressing up each day and yeah, like she, she did like this. Uh, I saw your stream yes last night. <laughs> the plane thing. <laughs> she was in like a plane, like a uh, she was Hunter dressed plane. as like a, a like a like a flight attendant, yeah. like a murdered zombie <laughs> flight attendant, <laughs> and then she's on this plane and. There's these skeletons who are like dancing to her music. <laughs> and the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, this is a lot of work. Yeah. Because I used to watch it when we were streaming on Twitch. I would watch hers. I'm like, I would be jealous. I'm like, how the fuck did she do that? Like, Wait, like which one did you particularly like? I'm I was curious. Like, I think it was like a nightclub thing and then lights were moving and you had like even a, like a glass like booth. Oh, yeah. yeah and I'm yeah, like, yeah, and I was like, I was looking for like a booth that looked like that. Where <laughs> Did she make that from scratch or something? I was like, yeah. where did she get that? And then she had the moving lights and it took me like a, a, a week or so to figure out the lights, but I finally got it. And I was just like, I would watch the show. I'm like, how the fuck did she do this? Like, <laughs> People have been asking me a lot about the cryo stuff. And I'm like, you don't even know yeah. like the steps that it takes to get here. Like I bought a cryo like thing with, like, it had a black background. It wasn't even transparent. So I throw it into Premiere Pro, um, which is an Adobe. Did you, you know. cut every frame out? So yeah, what I did is oh, it, it came in horizontally. So I took it in Premiere Pro, deleted the background, tried to like finesse it to look a little more soft, made it vertical, quadrupled it, and then like had it, you know, just doing its thing like you know like when you see them come up like this yeah. because I have one that comes in from the top and one that comes up from the bottom and then I was using that just with no sound for a while and I was like it'd be cool if I actually add the cryo sound like the shh, you yeah. know because it kind of gives it that <laughs> little bit of extra you know and so then I, like, after a couple streams I was going back and forth with the, with the level because you don't want it to be full on club level where it's like because <laughs> yeah. that's a little uh, like, piercing yeah. yeah so I kind of found finally like the nice level for it but it's all like I find a lot of tools online and then I tweak them to work for my stream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just make it from scratch. Like that booth, I don't remember where I got it, but I probably downloaded it, cut it, made it, or turned down the opacity. It was, it was good. It was just, even at that time in the early stages, I'm like, this is a lot of work and she, she's already ahead. You know, she's she's way ahead. And I was like, <laughs> I was learning from you and, and a couple other people and stuff. Well, if you have any questions about anything, just hit me up. I will tell you yeah. if you need something in particular. I mean, if this was last, this it time seems last like that year, ship yeah. has sailed. It looks like, <laughs> no, oh, well, yeah, that you know, ship has sailed. But I mean, whatever. Maybe if you want to do a The thing is, like, I want to stream, but I don't want the pressure of DJing. Like, DJing, DJing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because my, my main thing is this. I've, I've watched a couple of 
streamers, like good friends of mine who DJ, and they put their dope shit out there. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's copying their shit. Yeah. So now everyone kind of sounds like them a little bit. And mm-hmm. when I hear certain streamers now, I can tell like, oh, they got this from that. They're, they're like literally or doing like take, wordplay from like so-and-so yeah, or something. Yeah, they're taking from everybody. And I was like, I don't want that to happen. Right. Like I don't want to be out there. Number one, I'm not that talented, so I need to hold on to whatever tricks and stuff I have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So people actually have to be at your gig now to steal from you. Right, right. Which <laughs> at is least like, you're supporting. Yeah, at least come to my gig. <laughs> can have a couple of drinks and with me. St- and steal in real life. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to go on a Twitch stream and show these motherfuckers all of this shit. Yeah. And like for free. Or yeah. for a four ninety nine sub, you know what I mean? Like eat a dick. Like I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So like that's the one thing I didn't want to do because I, I felt like I had to um, hold back my style. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want motherfuckers saying what I say on the mic. I don't want I don't want motherfuckers taking what I say on the mic. I don't want them taking how I do certain mixes or doing whatever. Because yeah. I knew for a motherfucking fact. I know for a fact if I have like 60 to 80 or 100 viewers watching me, Somebody's gonna be still 80 of them are DJs. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference too that I've noticed a lot of DJ streamers, they're, because I have and have, some are worried about, or maybe not worried is the correct word, but concerned with other DJs watching them and judging them. Whereas I'm like, I don't know, there could be DJs watching me, I don't know. I'm not like a turntablist or something like a lot of like, Y'all like you like you're, you know or you're OG really DJs. good no no you're good, you're, good. Yeah. you're good oh thank you you're but borderline turn you you I would I would actually consider you a turntable mm, okay. well, no that's a stretch but I, thank you but I I'm just saying like I don't concern myself with other DJs watching me on Twitch and judging me or whatever because uh, there's so much to it there's no way in hell I could be a fantastic DJ doing all that shit you know what I mean yeah. I still do my thing like I'm not gonna be a train wrecking you know but um. I don't like try to like be super creative or do a bunch of wordplay or anything like that on there just because like the, like first of all I stream way too much it would be redundant unless I spent all my time studying new wordplay you know but there are some DJs who only worry about other DJs watching so they're always trying to fucking flex right but yeah. I'm like then it becomes like it's just not fun anymore or the viewers that are maybe going to spend money on you they don't really care for all that like flexing like turntablism some do but a lot of times you're just flexing for other DJs who are just in there stealing your shit not giving you money and they're silently in there whereas people who maybe would be supporting your channel because you're playing their favorite songs you're kind of leaving them by the wayside so I feel like streaming doesn't necessarily need to be all of like your DJ tricks or anything just play some play some fucking jams you know jam out with like whatever you're feeling like if you want to go whatever direction that's why Mm -hmm. I think it's cool. I don't think it necessarily needs to be you flexing all your tricks. Like, just play some jams. You know? Yeah, I just know. I just know that how um, there's so many creative DJs, and I know how like there's so many like uncreative DJs. And I think anything you do that's semi dope, <laughs> you say yeah. yourself in the face. <laughs> 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 totally. I was gonna say something <laughs> really important. <laughs> you just fucked it up, dude. You still got it. No, I'm just <laughs> My back. <laughs> He's like, yo, you still got it. You still got it. <laughs> My nose is about to start bleeding. <laughs> no, I have a question. So, like, wait, I, wait, I wasn't finished with my thought, motherfucker. <laughs> I feel like we so got it. She's though. like about the ring. <laughs> She's like, we got it already. Oh, stop! I'm like, I'm gonna take the damn ring off. <laughs> be like, turn around. Like, there we go. That's another thing I go like if I'm public. Right so, there. so VTech. So back to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I was gonna say. So I I streamed like a couple of times, but like never. I didn't make my own channel. Like it was either. 
guests or like for someone's like birthday or some some event or something. So I just noticed there's there's this term I don't think you guys have ever talked about it on the podcast. It's like for artists like that do stadium concerts and then when they when they're out they're they're used to all the energy and then when they leave the energy is gone and they get kind of depressed. Mm-hmm. I noticed the streams I went on that happened to me to where when it was over and I clo- like I logged off and it was just me by myself. I got like really depressed, especially if I was drunk. And I'm like, everywhere's closed. What do I do? I'm here drunk by myself now. Aww. Like, you know, and I just like would go and like hang out with my cat. I'm just like, you know, after you're done streaming, is there that thing where it's like, hang out with my cat? <laughs> my cats, yeah. It's just like, you don't get more lonely than that, right? <laughs> I, know, right? <laughs> I love seeing my cats after my stream. I have two cats too. Yeah, I have two. I have two too. But but. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's just like, <laughs> Do you does that happen to you? Because there's so much energy, even though it's not in person, you get a lot of energy from people. And when it's gone, is it just like, all right, no, what do you, I do now? Usually, because I'm kind of like a long streamer, so I'll be, I will have been on for four to six hours. That's not that long by comparison to others, but for me, it's just a good amount of time to be streaming. Honestly, if I'm drunk, I'm fucking hungry. I'm gonna get some food and I'm gonna grab <laughs> out and then like watch a movie or something. Like I actually like I'm happy to be done. Not because I didn't like what I was doing, but it's like. It's draining. Chilling. It's draining. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, or oftentimes, like my um, one of my friends, she'll come over and we'll she'll like just wild out with me on the stream, and then we'll continue drinking or not at all, and we'll just sit and chit chat or go yeah. to a bar or something afterwards. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's not. So basically, you didn't DJ long enough. No, I, 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 stayed, I actually stayed on longer. I would stay on longer because I didn't want to leave. You know, yeah, I, didn't I get wanna... what you're saying for sure. Because I can see how that would be like you're all turned up and then it's like lights off. It is kind of just boom. Yeah, you're yeah. done. Just like, <laughs> just, it's like, not like you're leaving the club and you're seeing friends after shooting the shit or it's closing down yeah. and you're like yeah. it's but not see, like that Nudia next time you DJ you have to DJ to the point of exhaustion and starvation <laughs> also Nudia was you so, drinking so so starvation and, and yeah. exhaustion supersede the loneliness factor okay just make sure you have some like some good food there and get really hungry some good liquor good. and then after yeah. you finish streaming then you get something to eat exactly <laughs> that's funny or yeah. plan a bubble bath it was just go. like it was just you know I think also I was quarantined by myself for three months like I live on my own especially if and it so, just happened it might be different yeah yeah it was just but I, I don't know it was just like a little depressing to me i can see that i just like no one else felt that way well y'all were streaming with each other so no, okay. i was streaming by myself also i didn't feel that way <laughs> yeah i mean i just feel it's like, just me it's just me it's nice to be done i feel like yeah there, there, there is though i felt like that when i would dj out of town and i would like i would just have an amazing night i'd be like in miami and i'd have an amazing night yeah and it's like back in your hotel you know, my, room flight. I'm like morning. my girlfriend at the time isn't there, or like you, you know, have nobody to share it with. I got no one to share it with, yeah. and I'm home, and I'm just kind of. I'm not home. I go back to the hotel. And I'm just like, oh, like what what's do next? I do I'm now. on cloud nine, yeah. like you know. It's like somebody enjoy my happiness with me. Like yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about. And it I can't really do like I can't do nothing nasty because I got like my my girlfriend at the time over there. So what? I'm like, so what other nasty girl, shit would you getting into? Girlfriend in quotes, like the girlfriend. I met my girlfriend at the time. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really wild out. Like I can't do nothing. I know, but this like makes it seem like was she your girlfriend, girlfriend, or like girlfriend? No, she was my girlfriend at the time. But I'm saying she was she was the girlfriend, but he was single. Like he's waving those quotation marks in the air. I'm all. I know. Why is the quotation? I don't believe you. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying though. Like, yeah, when you're, I was, I was trying to be monogamous, yeah. <laughs> especially because when I loved her. Because I loved her, I just go straight to my room <laughs> or, or the room service. 
straight to my room. You just gotta stand behind him with the quotation marks. Never <laughs> just let him talk. Let him talk. <laughs> That's how I'm looking. I'm like, <laughs> Neville's looking like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> You know what's the worst? You make, him, you make him feel better. Like I, I picked a stripper that looked like exactly like you. She looked exactly. Like I was you. thinking of you, babe. <laughs> no, go ahead. What would you say? Oh no, no. I was gonna say. You know what's like worse too is like let's say like your walls now, especially a place like Miami. I love Miami. I haven't really played there. I did for a quick second when I was on Rockwell over there, like for like a year maybe, but not really too much. But you I was just, on Rockwell too. I was Damn, about. Man. I know. Like, <laughs> Every agent. She got around the management circuit, <laughs> yo. <laughs> um, but Miami, I, I actually just went recently just to go. It was my friend's birthday, and we were like, let's go fucking turn up in Miami. Let's go. And I had like the best time. And so I could imagine if I was DJing some big, cool club there and then having to just like go back to the hotel room and be like, done. It would be a little depressing, I would yeah. think, because that place is just so cool. Especially if you don't live there, you don't have all these friends that are there, you know. Unless you do, it's, it's like, I it's, don't. It's weird. It's it's not like a depression. It's just like you're just on. Yeah, depressed is a big word. Just more like I don't, sad. It's a little like bit. you want to like <laughs> celebrate with your friends, or you yeah. just want to talk about the night. Like yo, like. This now, you know, the, you, you know, know who like that's that? common with as well. It's not just fucking tricking off. Like you I'm, know, you know who that happens to a lot. Act like I'm hoeing out. <laughs> <laughs> now you know who that like happens. You coming to a back lot? with me? You coming back with me? <laughs> that, that's why none of y'all could relate to my loneliness. <laughs> I can no, relate. Man. I would be back in the hotel. Like I literally go to like La Sandwicheria after La my Sandwicheria. gig. Sandwicheria. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, but at least man. you got friends. Out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but sometimes it'd be like, yo, we're not in town or something. Yeah. And then I would just be like getting a sandwich. I go back to my I'm like, oh, it was a good night. And I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm eating a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? I like Vegas though for that reason because there's always people here mm-hmm. and like there's always places open mm-hmm. and there's always somewhere to go. So Vegas to me is like, I love the city. It's 24 hour city. So like, there's never really. And if, especially if you live here or you're a DJ who knows a lot of DJs here, somebody's out, somebody's doing something so you can find a place to go and shoot the shit if you still have that high energy level from whatever it was you were doing. Yeah, but it's, it's always going to be somewhat, you know, shady. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not always. Because you could go to the strip club or something, but I mean, there's sometimes you just go eat like at Peppermill or something late. Where you yeah, just it's not shoot. always shady. Um, folk him long after. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like many times it's the strip club. I mean, but usually it's folk him longs after the shady shit. Like, I know it's like at 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah, 8 a.m. Yeah, I don't, don't try to act like we go to folk him long at 4 a.m. Like I've never seen folk him long at 4 a.m. in my life. Yo. <laughs> it might Have be a little you, different for dudes. I'm like, I don't know. I don't really. I've been to strip club. We often. go to like Folk Him Long at like fucking 9, 10 a.m. We're like, yeah. all right, let's 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 go to Folk Him Long. I know 9 a.m. Like maybe 6. six. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours earlier than that, pal. We need to end this shit because this is... We getting reckless. This is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is fun though. It's like the live stream, man. I'm saying too much. I'm showing oh too much. It's funny when all like a lot of DJs get together and start like, especially like some of the scam DJs, and like I see they're doing like some group stream and everybody's getting fucked up and it starts getting real funny and real like oh yeah, like messy but like in a funny way or just messy shit. I've seen some messy shit happen too, but that's the cool thing about streaming people getting together. Uh, yo, is there anything else we want to pause touch on? No, I think that was it. Did no? you say pause, yeah. touch on? Yeah. <laughs> Guys are so funny. Oh, man, they're the worst. They're the uh, worst. Yeah. Yo, VTech, 
Thank you for coming Amazing through, combo. man. Thank you so Thank much you. for having Finally. me. <laughs> Wasn't that bad, right? Wasn't that was that cool. Bad? No, bad? I always listen to you guys on here, so I was I was happy to do it. Thank you for asking yeah. me. I had a good time. Uh, you guys had like a little girl talk session yeah, over here. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and it's cool because I already know Nudia, so it's not like yeah. you know yeah. somebody I didn't have already some stuff in common with. Like I felt like for one second I was like holding someone's purse while they're in the dressing room, <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like, you like that, yeah. yeah. I did notice. Crooked like, yeah. was, like that boyfriend and your girlfriend shopping, trying on clothes and shit. I'm like, oh yeah. Girl. Your, girl, your girl's in the dressing room too? Yeah, yeah she's trying on yeah, shit. She yeah, she's trying on shit. Yeah. You gonna see the game later? Yeah. <laughs> Meeting in the magazine. Sitting on the couch shit. outside. With an episode of Martin V. Was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just saw that on the shade room recently. They were talking like, about that. I might read that one next. <laughs> yeah, a whole stack of magazines. It's like, nah, man, it's all mine. <laughs> Congrats oh, again. Uh, the ring looks good. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Congrats. The ring looks so good. Congrats. Thank you. She's Thank covering you it. Much. I don't like that. I don't, don't cover it now. <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, shit, I just, my hands are on my lap. Damn. I don't, th- I don't think she likes the way you've been eyeing that shit. Though. No, I'm just chilling. Like, I don't know. Like, you're going to black mask that shit. <laughs> I know, right? You're the ones that going to try to rob you. <laughs> Uh, uh, v Tech, thank you for coming thank through. You, thank you. Thank appreciate you. it. Good Love times. You. Good times. Yeah. Love you too, girlfriend. Good times. So, if you want to watch this episode on YouTube or view some of our older episodes as well, you can go to youtube.com slash road podcasts. Like, comment, subscribe. We post new episodes every Thursday. Every Thursday, y'all, without fail. So, definitely come check out the new episodes on YouTube on Thursdays. So, definitely check that out.